0: What's up, dude? Oh shit!
1: Singing What's the up, songs you like to sing, you know what I'm saying? Join Singing us? the songs
0: you like to sing. Yeah, man. How you feeling, dog? Pretty good, bro. How you feeling?
1: I'm chilling, dog. I uh, guess what I just did?
0: You fucked up.
1: No. No. I don't know if you're uh expressing that I'm only human and I'm relatable, or if you're um. You know, just shitting on me. But, um, uh, no, I actually bought those tickets. Well, no. not oh, so nice. It's one ticket going <clears throat> by myself. Um, and it's going to be great. I bought a ticket to uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock in city I used to live in in, uh, <laughs> about a week. I'm going to hit that road. Um, Man, you know, I didn't even know he was on tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Dave and Chris, they actually just announced this date like last week, late last week. And I said, Nigga, what does just like I imagine Dave and Chris will say a lot, (laughs) uh, at the spot? You know what, like, a really dangerous but like very convenient thing is, man? The wave of like Klarna and uh, a firm. All them little like, like. Farmersada? We should make that one, uh. But no, it's that um, it's those little like companies where like if you buy something, you could pay it off in payments.
0: Oh yeah, PayPal rules like that. Man, so
1: PayPal has that feature too. You could pay. Yeah. It off in nice, nice, nice. Um, yeah, man. So I uh, here's the thing, dude. The ticket was not like cheap. Like
0: where? I mean, like as it is it at a big place or is it a small yes. place yeah. okay
1: it is at like i don't know look it up but yeah, it's like the
0: main
1: arena um oh shit yeah like where where one of their uh like professional teams play like oh their, shit yeah so it's a, it's a, it's an arena i would not have paid this ticket for just one of them however both it's dave man chris so
0: yeah Hell yeah
1: yeah and this is a dead ass bucket list item. Like, if I were to sit and make a bucket list, I don't, I don't know how extensive it would be. I don't know if I'm that kind of dude, but like, this would probably be on it. Uh, I thought
0: you've seen Dave.
1: I have not seen Dave. Gotcha. I have not seen Dave live. Uh, seen Mike. I've never
0: really, live. I've never really heard you speak about Chris. So I didn't even ask about him. Really,
1: I fuck with Chris Rock, man. His um, and I haven't watched in years to be able to give any kind of um. Like callbacks to it. And this is funny too. For those who listen to the best of. Where uh, around that time of year. We we're stand up guys. Because um, we're stand up guys. But um, his last special. I don't know if his last special. But Tambourine. A few years back. That one was really really good. I haven't watched that in years. But it was really really good. Um, And hell listen. Chris Rock got smacked by Will Smith. Don't know if y'all remember that. Just about. 10 months ago or so. Um, so, this being a show where cell phones and video footage is not allowed, mm-hmm. I imagine Chris is going to be pretty vocal. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Aren't uh, most of those comedy shows like that, though? Like I
1: know Dave especially is. <laughs> um, Why is that? Because, I mean, listen, you remember, you remember how Bill Cosby got found out at least, uh, the, the spotlight I put on him that he was drugging women. Besides, like, I don't know how Bulls, he got found numbers, out. Yeah. But, uh, you remember Hannibal Barres?
0: The name sounds familiar. Yeah.
1: Well, Hannibal Barres made a joke, and it wasn't even a joke, it was more like an offhand comment about Bill Cosby being disgusting. Um, yeah, just kind of an offhand comment about Bill Cosby drugging women, and someone recorded it, and it just caught wildfire. Uh, um, Along with that, I mean, you know, how stand-up comedians feel like they're under fire that they can't say what they want to say. So if you uh, <laughs> if if a tree falls in fucking Brooklyn and you're in uh, St. Louis, did that motherfucker fall? You know what I'm saying? True. If, if Dave wild out on stage, but it ain't no video footage. Did Dave wild out on stage? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I imagine he'll be smoking on stage while I'll catch a little bit of secondhand smoke. Cursey Dave Chappelle. Um, I imagine that's some top top shelf secondhand smoke long um, Newports. Yes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um but yeah, you know, lucked out like I said, they announced this date just kind of out of nowhere within the last uh last week or so. And after this, they're going overseas. Like this is one of their last American dates. Um so like kind of just had Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um that's been the wave, dog. Like, I've been really loud, really loud to you and the people I love about, like, yo, I want to live more. Yep. And so, like, I went to the AEW show Dolo last month. Uh, I went to A. W AEW show in June for my birthday. Um, there's some stuff I'll tell you about off air that I've been doing. Um, yeah, man, so it's, it's that season, especially because we talked so much, you know, about – Maybe not this year, but like we've had the seasonal depression conversation. Um, we've had the one life to live. You got one you, take care of your you conversation. So I want to be that dude who practices what he preaches. Um, I just... <laughs> I don't think I told... Maybe I told the story. I probably did. Is this our first time recording this year? No. Yes. We recorded before New Year's Eve, didn't we? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the best of.
0: Happy New Year's, dog. Happy New
1: Year, dog. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, how was your New Year's? I didn't do shit. Just hung out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, I mean, yeah, it was on Sunday, so Saturday night. Well, yeah. Yeah. But New Year's.
1: Well, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, New Year's Eve, how'd you ring it in and shit?
0: Yeah. No, I just. What did I do? I just played Call of Duty, I think. Yeah. You that's mean, all I did. I bought, uh, I bought FTA tickets. For nice. next year, nice. they went on sale right at midnight. Living. I got me. Uh, Sorry, I got me a uh, a campsite Hell reserved. Hell yeah! So like, I'm like camping like right where the stages are. Hell yeah! So like, yeah. I don't know how much I'm gonna like it.
1: Ah, uh, because yeah, true. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> how far away do you usually camp? Like, how far is
0: that? Like. Probably like a quarter mile, usually okay. up up a hill. Okay, that's like this, like like the hill is like this, bro. It's terrible. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, walking up that bitch with a backpack full of beer, <laughs> I right. dude, even walking down that thing with a backpack full of beer is bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this year I said fuck it. I got a, I got a. They call it a rest in peace site, which ain't gonna be no peace down there. That's um,
1: like an awful name to name something.
0: Yeah, I know. That sounds awful. But, like, they give you a TP. there. You got to set up air mattresses, electricity, okay. shit like that, grill, uh picnic table. Okay. Playboy? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, The reason I brought up New Year's, I was talking about, like, living and, you know, uh, it's, it's wedding season is slow. It's now bridal show season. So there's less shows, less weddings have to fill in. But it also means for all the stress I dealt with during wedding season, if something goes wrong... I'm going to be completely fucking irritable. Like, there should be nothing going wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So, New Year's Eve, I had nine weddings between the, the two. Dickheads. Yes. Fucking. That, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, You're married on a holiday. <laughs> bro, it's arrogant as fuck to say, yo, this is what you guys are going to do with your holiday, right? The combination of what's shitty do, it's New Year's Eve. And it was on a Saturday.
0: Y'all better not be coming to my New Year's Eve parties ever again, and celebrating your fucking anniversary at my New Year's Eve party.
1: Anniversary, (laughs) bro. So between my two cities, I had nine weddings, so I was tied for busiest person as far as the weddings go. I had a DJ. God damn it! Damn it! Had a DJ who. I like to get everyone's gear together the night before because if something happens the day of, I can I can manage it better. He was 7 hours late to pick up his gear. That should have been my first morning. 7 hours? 7 hours, a whole lot of shit communication. I trust his in, I trust his intentions, I don't trust his communication. So that was my first strike there. No need to tell a story, just a whole bunch of phone calls and texts and I'll be there in 2 hours, my bad. I'll be there in 2 hours, my bad. This and this were going on. Whatever, right? Saturday comes, and I get a call from, uh, we have a hotline where all of our guys patch in. Hey, I've arrived at my show. Boom, boom. I get a call from the guy managing the hotline, says, hey, part of me should use his real name because, like, his real name just makes it funny. Like, this would just happen to a nigga (laughs) named, like, his name is, so like, that's just a funny, That's just a funny, just American name, right? Yeah. So they say, uh, Lawrence, hey, he said, Lawrence reached out, said he was there, but the bride called in, the coordinator called in, so they have not seen Lawrence. I said, oh, shit. I called Lawrence's phone. It go, It it rings and rings and rings, goes a voicemail. I called Lawrence's phone, and this is not an exaggeration. This is not just a story I'm telling. I called Lawrence's phone no less than 14 times straight. Damn. Because Lawrence was four hours away from me. So 14 times, rang, rang, and rang, and then number 15, it goes straight to voicemail.
0: He said, fuck the dumb shit.
1: (laughs) Straight to voicemail. And I'm like, fuck. So long story short, I had to call one guy to make a file. I had to call another guy to fill in the actual show. I had him meet at a junction point, 30 minutes or so away, and the wedding was like an hour away from the office, let alone the travel time it took for my guy to get there and my other guy to get there, so whatever, right? So, <laughs> throughout this whole time, I'm getting ready for my New Year's. Uh, caught a hotel room, went to this dope-ass party, three DJs, I shouldn't say it was a dope-ass party, it looked like it was going to be a dope-ass party, three DJs, a lot of rooms, food, what not. The party was straight. They could have used a little more dope DJing. It was cool. Don't matter. Fucking long story short, as I'm on the the phone with this emotional white woman telling me that my feeling laughed at her over the phone. I said, all right, let me call you back. I talked to my guy. I said, listen, my guy, I know you're cleaning up a mess that you did not create. However, you cannot be on the phone laughing at emotional white women in any circumstance, let alone a circumstance that we fucked up. He says, you right. My bad. I said, the job is still the job. You accepted the job. So do the job. He says, you right. My bad. I will be there in five minutes. Five minutes. We are already... Six hours late.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yes. So I called a lady, says, hey, on his behalf, I apologize. He will also be giving you an apology directly to you. He says he'll be there in five minutes. That was one minute ago. He will be there in roughly four minutes. She says, oh, the DJ just showed up. Actually, I said, okay, dope. He just must have drove really fast. I said, "Uh, okay, cool. She goes, hey. What's the DJ's name? I said, oh, his name is John. She gets, no, John, no, this is Lawrence. I said, Lawrence?
0: <laughs> uh, have
1: Lawrence call me immediately. So I couldn't just bust his whole ass on the phone because he still had a job to do. Apparently, Lawrence had a blowout. And got picked up on the side of the road from some nice stranger. He used that nice stranger's phone to call his brother's phone number. Because his brother's phone number was the only number he had memorized. Because his phone died. And so his brother drove from Arkansas. And picked him up. (laughs) Bro, I'm calling
0: 911. Fuck (laughs) dumb shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lawrence (laughs) is an older black man. I get why he didn't. However, still, you you might be right. So, yeah, I talked to Lawrence the next day, the next two days. I said, Lawrence, tell me what happened. He said his phone died and then he had to blow out. He got picked up. I said, Lawrence, if your phone died, now keep in mind, you were already going to be late. Because of the conversation we had, I found that out. Lawrence, if your phone died and then you had to blow out, let's say your, let's say you didn't have the blowout. Your phone died. How were you going to get to the wedding without GPS? Right. Right. He was going to print out MapQuest fucking directions. (laughs) So, long story short, gotta live more.
0: You remember, uh, Lion Larry from back in the day? Lion Larry. Tell me more. White-skinned dude. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Keep going, keep going, keep going.
0: He lived over there, uh, fuck, off of Bowman, right past, like, the tracks going going further out east. Fuck. Like, where Jimco was. Remember where Jimco was down that, down that way? Right. Go the other way.
1: Fuck. What's his last name? I'll bleep it out.
0: I don't remember his last name because we used to buy weed off of him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> his last name was Larry. His first name was Lion.
0: <laughs> and nobody knew his name was Larry really? until we was kicking it with some older dude, and we told him like who we were getting from. He's like, "Oh, that's Lion Larry." <laughs> oh my
1: god! <laughs> nah, you got you got a Facebook. You have to find his picture. I don't remember. Nah,
0: dude. dude, I ain't seen this dude in forever, bro. Really? Like, nah. Uh, Larry was always lying. I bet. You know? <laughs>
1: I Im- I imagine. I imagine he earned the nickname. I imagine he earned it, man. Holy shit. Um, yeah, man. No, it's, been a, it's been an all right little time this week. It's been a, kind of a wild time this past week, man. Things are happening to people, man. It's winter time. The sun's down early. I mean, same shit we be talking about every year, man. It's a wild time, man. One of my homegirls. She just hit me with news on news on news, man. Um on top of that, and I get uh one of the questions we have is a Q and A episode. One of the questions we have, I understand why they asked this question. Um now shout out to and rest in peace to Demetrius Allen. Um young know, gentleman from the hometown. Um uh, knew each other casually. We weren't close, but he um he succumbed to some injuries. Um I'm gonna get the story wrong, but long story short, he was he was uh, down in Texas helping someone on the side of the road, and he was hit by a car, I believe is the, the story, Ugh. and um, was fighting was fighting, I believe for like a month, yeah, to the point to where like kind of just thought he was gonna make it, man. Um, he he made it through the initial holiday season and 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 uh, succumbed to his injuries. Um, so I mean, again, you know, we we. You know, we casually knew each other, but, you know, we were very close to people that I am very close to. So you always feel that and want to extend that love and and, and be there for the people. Um, Rest in peace. Um, Yeah, man, it's been a wild time, dog. I uh, shredded my tire. I didn't pop it. I shredded that motherfucker. I completely obliterated that fucking thing on the way to a four and a half hour drive. You got bad luck with tires. Bro, because the last time I popped a tire was Super Bowl Sunday going to visit you. Yeah. Missed that whole game. And still took about the same amount of time uh, fixing that motherfucker too, man. My, yeah. my car fell off the jack three times. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. And it was 30 degrees. I'm cussing. I'm, uh. Well, uh, um, Got it. Got it put on, man. And, uh. Still drove the four hours down to where I was going. I should have stayed home because that shit was not fruitful.
0: Nah, uh, dog. Yeah, Fifty four hundred miles on the spare. Uh-uh. I'm
1: him, dog. I gotta be. I gotta make that shit shake. Uh, people was relying on your boy. You know what I'm saying? Relying on your boy,
0: relying, R- 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 Larry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Um, I got uh, I got recognized at the goddamn grocery store the other day.
1: How you feel about that, man? Because your your town is not large.
0: Nah, it's so, not.
1: How do you? How do you? How you feel about that, man? Because like you only got like twenty seven people in White County.
0: Yeah, like, well, like I guess everybody at work found it. Uh, and like I ain't tripping on that because like I mean I posted on like everything else too, you know, but, like. Yeah. Never really told too many people about the TikTok. But, yeah, no, I was I was at the grocery shopping last Saturday, <laughs> you know, just doing my own thing.
1: Like. <laughs> Whistling and shit.
0: Yeah, man. I'm trying to get the fuck out of there, I you know. feel you. And I see this dude. I'm over there at the meats, you know, looking, looking what I'm going to grill. Yep. And like I see this dude just look like he's leaning over his cart just like looking at me. <laughs> How old is
1: this dude? Like what's his age? Right he's now? younger
0: than me. I'm gonna okay. say he's like twenty. Okay. Early twenties probably. And I'm about to walk past him because hey man, you uh you do TikToks? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey man Hey man. <laughs> He said, "You you got that you got that white pit bull, and you shotgun them big dumbass oh beers, don't my you?" Oh <laughs>
1: god, them big dumbass beers, don't you? Holy! I said, shit. "Yeah, that's that's me, man." He said,
0: "Fuck yeah, man, it's so tight." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude! Can't even go to the goddamn Walmart no more, you know? You
1: can't, bro. You are fucking done, son. You can't go nowhere. <laughs> you gotta get your shit, uh, your groceries delivered to you.
0: Man, I don't know how I feel that? about all that. Like people picking up my shit and seeing what the fuck I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I never, you know what thought I'm
1: saying? I never thought of that.
0: why your business? That's so funny I because
1: because like maybe
0: I eat some shit, maybe I be eating some shit. They're like, damn, I never had that before, and then I go there and it's all fucking gone because they bought it. <laughs> fuck that!
1: Big Ram fucks with Vienna sausage.
0: <laughs> 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 fucking. That TikTok guy eats those. I'm Yo, gonna too. Sam, fuck. <laughs> I had Braunschweiger in years. Hey. Hey. You got a roll in the fucking fridge right now. My God, Dog.
1: Dog. You ever had a cooked Braunschweiger?
0: Yeah, bro.
1: Maybe I had it bad because <laughs> I had a wedding last week. They I had was, that shit there? I was, it, it tasted like Braunschweiger, but like cooked. And I dead ass almost grabbed the mic and said, Yo, whites, you're fucking bugging. Oh, dude. Oh, man. I took a bite and a half. I said, no, nope, Nah, nope. And I'm not a picky eater. And I fuck with Braunschweiger. But, no, nah, this shit was some fucking street that- meat, dog. I would not fucking what? rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I went not fucking rolling, dog. <laughs>
0: No, like, no, I, I can't imagine they'd have that at a wedding. I don't know,
1: bro. Yup, yeah. that's what it tasted like. It tasted like just bad braunschweiger dog. I just, mm-mm. mm, 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 chinga way, my guy.
0: Like, what kind of wedding was this,
1: Dwight's? Regular, <laughs> regular, roll, <laughs> regular roll, standard. You know what I'm saying? What, Dwight's? Uh, nah man just regular roll and yeah man nah I was they must have that off brand shit dude street meat yeah cause they had a whole like decent chicken breast but no they had like Braunschweiger and like it, it was like hard grits like Braunschweiger and then like so they had potatoes asparagus chicken but then there was, like, Braunschweig, and then it was, like, this, like, it looked like mashed potatoes. It kind of had consistency of grits, but a lot scrapple. Some scrapple. Thicker, a little hard, some
2: scrapple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it might have been scrapple. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it might have been some scrapple. Golly, I got to try it, man, because uh, that shit had McNulty going crazy.
0: Yeah, it did. That
1: shit had McNulty getting anything he wanted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd have went.
0: Yeah, have went. definitely.
1: You know what threw me off, though? Because, like, <laughs> he pulled up, hand bleeding in the diner, fucked up. Said, hey, shorty, let me, can I get some scraps? He said, you, you got anything you want, right? And then they just, because comedic purposes, you go to the cut scene just of them fucking, right? <laughs> but, like... Think of how that had to go in
0: real life. like Traumatic.
1: (laughs) Like, she had to get off work. Right? So, like, between then and the clock out, she's behind the counter, like, just looking at McNulty's old droop neck ass. Like, man. (laughs) Man. about About to throw these cakes on him. Like
0: yeah what world
1: in what like. world you know what i'm saying like she probably had like i've been hour. there you know what I'm <laughs> she had to have like an hour before she got off work you know what i'm saying she had to clock out she's just
0: over there just thinking about it
1: you know what i'm saying mcnote can't think for shit he's thumbing around cutting up scrabble with it, a hand and a half <laughs> Talking about man
0: smell mm. like jameson you
1: know what i'm saying did she shower when she got home you know what I'm saying? Not
0: I'm gonna like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna judge on that like that room like she didn't. <laughs>
1: did that room looked like she don't. <laughs> you know I'm did. saying it was the room that did it. <laughs> That's what it was.
0: Like that room had a stank to it. Uh, you know bruh, it did,
1: bruh. Before McNulty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. I would have went.
0: I would have went too. <laughs> We're soldiers, dog. Fuck you mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking say! I yeah, I went three in the morning after a drunken binge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play a, a Scrabble. Fuck but yeah,
1: I let's some go. Some eggs, yeah, yeah. I had to buy a room. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got blood on her sheets, not mine. Yeah. You know what I'm they were red
0: anyways, like pink or something. I mean, fuck, fuck it.
1: Fuck, man. It goes with a hair color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah i will just add some decor to the room. My car's fucked, yeah. but still works.
0: Yeah.
1: He drove that fucking car over there. They did. Fuck. You know she rode with him. Because <laughs> you know she ain't have a car.
0: Because you She know got dropped she... off. Said, I'm going to take you to work, but you got to find her right home.
1: because <laughs> you know she was 24. That was not her house, it was her parents' house. Like, think of how rude that is. Her 24-year-old ass took home this drunken late 30-something she met at her diner job that she didn't shower. He smells like Jamie and blood. And she was like, yeah, he ordered Scrapple. And I was like, well, fuck, man. You want a side dish? Take it. Take it. Take it. Fucking A, bro. Get your cousins.
0: And if Mcnulty was my cousin, I'd, I'd kick it with that dude. <laughs> uh, to an
1: extent, to an extent. Yeah, like the bunk, like the bunk kicked it with Mcnulty. He had to watch. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. He had to watch out. The bunk drunk ass wearing robes and shit, setting off fire alarms in people's homes. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, we're talking about the Wire, guys. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're going to have more wire conversation soon. We're also going to have more snowfall conversation soon. I need to rewatch Snowfall to get ready for the final season. I think I'm about to. Yeah, I was talking to cuz and uh he he's watch he's on season 4 now. Um and I said uh let me know how you like season 5. Oh,
0: he, well, he said, hadn't watched it yet?
1: No, he started oh, and then okay, stopped but. and then saw that 6 was coming. He's like, "Okay, I need to watch." And I said, "Uh let me know you like season 5." He goes, "Yo, Everybody keeps saying that to me. (laughs) He says, I'm told it's very divisive in the community. I said, it's very Mm -hmm. accurate. Very, very accurate. Which, uh, yeah, for sure. We will talk about here pretty, pretty soon. Um, You know what? I think we've uh, bantered enough, preambled enough. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for pressing play. We want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 174. Of the hard camera. <clears throat> THC C L X X I V and I and your guy a your guy, Juve. And I'm sitting here with my tag team partner as always Big Ren the Legendary. I won't forget this time. And together we are Juve and Big Ren, <laughs> the legendary Big Man I am not that to can reach you on the social medias, my guy.
0: You got it, Miguel. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a ma A underscore M-A-A-F-F-H-U-C-K-A. Check it the fuck out.
1: And check me the fuck out on Twitter, on the instant grams. Hey, Juvidesa, you know, that's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page, me and Big Ren on the show page, on Twitter, on the Instagrams, at <clears throat> The Hard Camera. Live coverage, live witticisms, predictions, whatnot, here to, for the set of things of that nature, you already know. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, shout out to Australia, shout out to the now 7% female fan base, or at least that's the story I'm telling because it's kind of funny. Heartwarming content, or building content, content that comes with a side of Scrapple. Uh-huh. Content. Oh we have us pay our bills. Oh man. It's time we put the word out. You guys answered with cues that we're gonna a it is the all QA number six. Q and A six. We guys, uh we guys <laughs> we asked you guys to uh shoot us <coughs> some questions over. Uh, questions about anything, wrestling, pop culture, music, sports, anything, anything at all, and you guys shot them things over, man, we about to knock those things out, we have, I'm not gonna count how many, but we got some questions about wrestling, We got some things, uh, some questions about other things, we gonna knock all those out, and, um, as we left off from some wire conversation, and some snowfall conversation, I think this is a great question to start with, season six coming up. February, whatever it is, right? But
0: twenty seconds.
1: Nice. Does Snowfall have a chance to beat the wire with this upcoming final season? Breaking bad, the Sopranos, meaning can it beat Breaking Bad? Can it beat the Sopranos? to I mean, start us off, man. What you think, player?
0: Not a chance. <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. The uh, the last season kinda fucked it up a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, not a chance. Um That, like, the storytelling was different in those shows. Well, no, in those other shows, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I still watch The Sopranos. I actually just started it over the other day. I gotta stop playing and really dig in. (laughs) But, yeah, I just, I mean, I love Snowfall. I've watched it. Two times all the way through, I mean, to where it's at, so... Nice. But I don't think it'll ever be up there compared to those yeah. three shows.
1: Got you. Now, I know you mentioned the storytelling aspects. What is it, you know, specifically that kind of puts it on that that second shelf compared to the other storytelling was?
0: I feel like all the other shows kind of stayed the course... And snowfall. I think it was just with the season five bodies, like, bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, <laughs> kind of threw me off a little yeah, bit. I feel you. Yeah, feel like it. if season five hadn't came out yet, and we're and you're asking me this question, I wouldn't have said shit about the storytelling. Mm. I hear you. I hear yeah. you.
1: So I've not watched Sopranos, of course, um, which I've which I've been vocal about. Not because I don't want to, just because you know, I just we I just haven't. Um Breaking Bad I've been very vocal about Breaking Bad is a great show um but it's also like to be very frank about it it's 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 weeds but like
0: cranked up
1: for white men Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the exact same as weeds for those who uh, to to recap uh Weeds was a show on Showtime um created actually by the creator of Orange is the New Black about this uh, suburban wife, suburban widow, I should say. Uh, she just lost her husband. She fell on hard times. How am I going to find this money to keep living my suburban lifestyle? Uh, so she begins to sell weed. And uh, hijinks ensue. Um,
0: she- See, that whole story to me, my bad. No, go ahead. What do you mean? That whole story to me, man, like, you ain't going to, I mean, like, how the fuck you just going to roll up and, like, give me these pounds? Like with meth, you could always cook it you can yourself. Make
1: it, make it yourself. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but you still true. gotta find the
0: clientele. True. But. Yep.
1: Yep. Well, hey, the the this man the benefits of being a sexy white, being a sexy white, you know, um, because I mean, listen, her hijinks were very familiar to, to 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 Walter White minus the sex appeal. I mean, she you know used used them. Uh, Used them them pancakes to get pretty far, but she also used like her natural intelligence to get really far, uh, and also to get out of situations, and also to ruin a few fucking lives. <laughs> um. So yeah, the similarities between the shows are very, very parallel. Suburban parent falls on hard times, sells drugs to the community to uh to to live the lifestyle they want to live. Um. Ruins a lot of lives in the meantime. Makes enough money to get out of the life and still stays in the life because the as fuck and can't find a way out (laughs) of their own way. Uh, Walter White, we make a lot of jokes about it. Uh, Walter White is like the quintessential egotistical white man who can't get out of his way. No. Actually, he might be second shelf compared to a white man we're going to talk about a little later on. Cliffhanger. (laughs) Um, So to answer the question, uh, hell the fuck no. So <laughs> Snowfall's not going to beat <laughs> uh, The Wire. And it's not even going to beat Breaking Bad. I, again, I can't speak to The Sopranos. But again, yeah, the storytelling style, the episodic television style of, F- of, of FX, of A&E, of just regular network TV lends itself differently to like a USA, or sorry, not USA, uh, an HBO show, a Showtime show. Um, but I got a question, right? Here's the, And this question is going to... Give one reason as to why snowfall won't beat the wire. <clears throat> How the fuck did that tiger get out the cage?
0: See, it's part of season 5, man. You know.
1: How the fuck did that tiger get out the cage?
0: I mean, animals are pretty smart, but like
1: the tiger ain't got no thumbs, ren.
0: Bro, I seen a video today.
1: I seen of one a reason dog. It. okay.
0: Of a dog getting out of a cage and using his tongue to flip the latch. Nice. Nice. You know. I did
1: watch a video of a cat who opened a door, but like, it like, it wasn't like a knob. Like, he had to press down on the handle and open it mm-hmm. up. Had they at least, like, showed us how the tiger got out of the fucking cage? Maybe. Right? But also, how would the tiger know not to kill Franklin? Why did the tiger kill everyone else except Franklin? Why did killed the, its uh, owner? Killed its owner, but not Franklin. What? Not the protagonist. You know what I'm saying? How did the tiger know to just wait in the weeds and the bushes while all that shit went down? It ain't like like it ain't like they just they just showed up. They were there for a rather significant amount of time. With yeah, the tiger just waiting in the bushes. How the Tiger know they waiting in the bushes? Tigers don't just wait in bushes. Especially at its own house. I mean, they might wait in bushes. But here's the thing. The Tiger I didn't know it was coming. In bushes. You said what?
0: I think they'd be waiting they'd in bushes. They'd be
1: waiting in bushes. But, like, <laughs> come on. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, too. The reason why Snowfall won't beat the wire really goes back to season one. The very beginning. <sighs> How... As a young man from L.A., do you get to walk through Oakland? How far is L.A. to Oakland? I just want to see. It's pretty you. far. Yeah. Um, Five hours and 57 minutes.
0: That's pretty far, bro.
1: <laughs> so as a young man from L.A., now I don't say which part of L.A., don't say which part of Oakland. It's still far. How do you get to walk the streets of this foreign place with bricks of cocaine in your backpack and then happen upon some strung out white girl in the back of an abandoned Black Panther's office and you let this strung out white girl take you to the king of crack rock, the RIZA <laughs> and then, it don't make no sense. And then the RZA just says, "Oh yeah, for sure. Here, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Here's how you make crack cocaine. I don't. People want, were just nicer
0: back then. You I know? don't want
1: your bricks. I don't want your money. Here, just <laughs> the way that I make money, a whole lot of money." And have cornered the market. Take the recipe. I think I tasted some cinnamon. <laughs> the show was doomed from the start. Uh, still a great show, but the show was doomed from the start. Yeah. But also, how the fuck that tiger get out the cage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched this one show recently. Um, last week, I binged it all in one night, dead ass. Uh, it's on Netflix called Kaleidoscope. You see it?
0: I got
1: Netflix. Ah, okay. Um, check it out, man. Starring uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Um, some rem- uh, remember him as I'm forgetting his name, but the owner of Los Pollos Locos. Los Pollos Hermanos. Stars. Okay. Um. Yeah, owner of Chicken Spot. Breaking Bad. Legendary actor. Uh. But yeah, it's about this. Uh, this guy who gets out of prison plans out this elaborate heist for like the most locked down. Um. Security. Uh, vault like in the world or wherever he lives Um, but the cool part about it besides it just being cool but I think part of the novelty of it so each episode is named after a color that you would see in a kaleidoscope now the last episode is always going to be white and I think the second last episode is always going to be pink from what I've seen however Netflix randomizes the order for every (laughs) Netflix user
0: so, I feel like I've heard about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool that way. So they tell it out of order, out of chronological order, uh, and it's different for every for every Netflix user. But yeah, no, it's it's um it's really cool. It, it was it was kind of cool. So it's like um it's like Breaking Bad meets Reservoir Dogs. Honestly, to, okay, to be, shit. Uh, to to yeah. be honest, um only, and I don't think it's a I don't think it's a spoiler. You do get to see the heist. Uh, this time instead of just Better. the imagination. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, if you get a chance, man, check that out, man. That was a fun little watch, fun little watch. Definitely. Big Ren, this question is for you specifically for you. Big Ren, do you want kids?
0: Not right now.
1: I imagine not. I'm not gonna let you skate by. <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Who doesn't, who doesn't want them? Oh, but not is, until I'm fucking, like, financially stable yeah. and, like, nah, man, I got too much shit to do, dog.
1: I feel you. What you got to do? What you want to do?
0: Just got too many shows to go to. Got too many places to go.
1: For sure. You wouldn't take the to FTA and fight them?
0: Hell no. Nah. No? Hell no. Nah. They just made it 21 and up, or 18 and up this year, thank God. <laughs>
1: Wait, wait, wait. Was the son who got fought by his daddy was he underage?
0: No, nah, he was like eighteen. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, got you, got you. Got you. That dude's I, banned, though.
1: I remember you told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah, God. Yeah. Nice. I remember in college when I first got there, you had to be nineteen to get into the bars. Um, so I guess that one year of extra sense is gonna stop the white dudes from fighting inside the club with the lights on. I don't know. Throwing throwing
0: stools. I don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Um, financially said, we got an age range you're looking at.
0: No, no. <laughs> but like not like too old. Shit <laughs> can't be some old motherfucker having a toddler running around. Hell no. All that wisdom.
1: <laughs> maybe you maybe you find yourself a young one. She'll do the running around while you uh, shotgun beers and put food on the table.
0: That'd be the coolest thing ever.
1: Hey, man. Stay, hey, Listen. Listen. Barefoot and pregnant. Like you like them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like you like them. Hell, yeah. Would you adopt? If, like, yeah. If society were, would allow you because, you know.
0: That shit's expensive as fuck, though, too. Well,
1: kids, period, you
0: know? Yeah, man.
1: Like, Buying a kid is, that's funny. That's all adoption. Oh,
0: uh, my. No, like a kid. J- yeah, like, yeah, I wouldn't have bought this little motherfucker. Yep, yep,
1: <laughs> yep. The nice, safe, legal way, not the uh, wayfarer way.
0: <laughs> I Forgot about that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I mean, like, I got, I got a dog right now, dude, and that dude. motherfucker. I mean, like, he's expensive too, you know. So I, I, I can't even that. imagine right now. I
1: feel that. I feel that. Well, uh, man, streets wanted to know, man, if you wanted to have you some babies, some little, uh, some little mini rins. Some Eventually. Renitos, if you will. Yeah. More motherfuckers. Hey, I wouldn't mind being an uncle to them babies, dog.
0: Small <clears throat> motherfuckers running around.
1: I get fascinated watching my guys have kids. Just the fact that they... Pretty cool. It is. No, it is. It is pretty cool. Like, watching them kids turn in like, whole-ass people. But just, like... Yeah, man. Like, shit, I'm going to... And he don't know that I'm coming, but, like, my guy... um, uh, you're a guy too, but his his uh his son is turning two, and well, listen, this little nigga is just like his daddy, like destructive, like yeah. See, I think I
0: don't. I, I think I don't get invited to those because I think people were just thinking that I'm just gonna be and beers the whole time, <laughs> and like they don't know how a party. It was honestly, it was honestly po- probably the baby shower incident. That would do it. That people are like, nah.
1: That would probably <laughs> that would probably do it. You shouldn't be getting into fights at baby showers, dog.
0: Only happened once. <laughs> only the once. How many times does it take, Ren? I mean like it can only happen once, right? Nigga, do you know anybody else who's got into
1: a fight at a baby shower? <laughs>
0: I've heard stories, you know, about people <laughs> online. Yo, that was their last baby shower too. Oh
1: man. Uh I don't know. That's not I don't know, it's not weird. I was gonna say I don't know if people think it's weird to have no kids and go to a baby go to a birthday party, but nah man, I'm there for support, man. There for the support. Like, I'm just
0: like, I'll am i be like Kenny Powers at a, at his son's birthday party.
1: <laughs> Tell that story.
0: Smoking weed out front, just drinking soco. Oh my. Just getting pissed drunk, buying him a PlayStation so it's good for his eyes to view upon.
1: <laughs> to view upon
0: the HD, Yo. the Blu-ray is better for his eyes to view upon. Nice, nice, nice.
1: Had hey, did you watch the second season of *Righteous Gemstones*? Oh yeah, they really up the gay, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> lot of it's a lot of like bodybuilders and dicks and ass.
0: Yeah, it's it's in there.
1: They really like. They really did the most. Here's the thing. I'm okay with, like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You like who you like. But, like, the gratuitous, like, it they it, it lost some of the, like, a lot of the, the hilarity of the first season was based on just, like, the style of humor. Yeah. It felt like this season, it was like, oh, let's just show some dicks. A lot of them. A lot of dicks. <laughs> And up the up the gay factor, and not like healthy heterosexual or homosexual relationships. It was just it was just show you some dicks. I don't know, was, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, big Ren. What are the five ingredients that make
0: you you? What like ingredients? Like, what do you mean? You tell me. Like spices and shit, like.
1: If uh, if oregano is one of the five ingredients that make you,
0: huge, you, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? I mean, like I don't know, fucking meat and potatoes. It's one and two. Okay. It's an ingredient, you know. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, some beer. Okay. Some some heavy metal music. Okay. Um. And that's that's four, so I can't tell you the fifth secret ingredient.
1: Get the fuck Yo eleven herbs <laughs> and spices looking ass. Get the fuck. Okay. Um. Love. That's not. That's one. I got a lot of love in me. Um. Head strongness. I'm a headstrong, at head-ass nigga, man. Um, that comes with a lot of, uh, I mean, that comes with the journey, man. A lot of loss, a lot of figuring things out on my own, so headstrongness. Um, uh, well, I guess stubbornness would be the same thing as headstrongness. Um, mm, composure. Bubbling intensity.
0: I'm just gonna go ahead and steal all yours.
1: Got you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I know you. I know you. You so, know me. Yeah, man. Um, what's my fifth one? What did I say? Love, stubbornness, composure, um, bubbling intensity. Ooh. Ooh. And um, jeunesse' quoi? What jeunesse sais quoi? A little, je ne sais quoi a little, I don't know what. Yeah, it factor, just something, you know what I'm saying? Something to draw you to, man. Boy just got a little bit of it factor.
0: So that's saying. a secret ingredient. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, only I'll tell it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a fun question. Uh <sighs> what's am saying? what's I'm saying? where we go? Um <laughs> I don't know how to answer this one yet. This is fun. Um What is the least manliest thing about you?
0: I was thinking about this shit, like, <laughs> we never think, like, 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 what, like, I'm gonna be sitting down one day, like, what's the weakest thing? <laughs> what's the weakest shit that I do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's
1: the weakest shit I do? That's funny.
0: I mean, like, on like, most unmanliest thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, like, I don't really know fuck about cars, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like back in the day, everybody, like, at least all the dudes knew everything about cars back in the day.
1: Bro, my mom knew more about cars
0: than me. See, (laughs) but, like, you can't, like, like, your mom's more manlier than you with cars.
2: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Right,
0: right. (laughs) Like, I think that's it, like, I don't know, I mean... I mean like I feel like we're pretty manly men, yeah. you know? <laughs> and
1: the thing is too, right? We also talking about traditional manliness, right? The things that like people say just men supposed to do manly men. Um shit, I don't know, man. I use wipes and not toilet paper. Um but this thing too, right? It's twenty twenty two. So like yeah. people are a lot more open to like quote unquote not manly things. Um like, men are very happy and content to, like, take care of the kids and be there for the kids emotionally, right? Um, I don't watch a lot of romantic comedies, but I don't hate romantic comedies. You know what I'm saying? If I took the time, I, I watched Sex in the City back in the day a little bit. I didn't see every episode, but I know, like, who, maybe I, know who
0: like, is. I know Maybe Biden. like watching cartoons. I don't know, man. Like, I still watch cartoons.
1: And you know what's funny, too? It being no, I said it's 2022. It's 2023 for one. Yeah. Fuck. Um. It's like, like our parents when they were our age, they weren't really watching like cartoons.
0: They weren't watching I feel like our parents didn't watch TV. Period. Like, cause like um, the way we were brought up was like, get your ass outside and go play. Cause we didn't have no TV.
1: Take that ass outside. It's like, how the
0: fuck? You know like, I know y'all had a TV. Like, there's at least one TV in the crib.
1: Bro. My mom really liked to show Bonanza. Yeah. Little House on the Prairie a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of Little House on the Prairie. But, like, we have Disney Plus where we can show our children and nieces and nephews the Fox and the Hound and a Goofy yeah. movie whenever we want to. Like, hey, watch Toy Story. It came out when I was eight. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Maybe if they had more access to the things they loved growing up, maybe, uh,
0: I don't know. They would have been softer on us. <laughs> right, right, right. Wouldn't have beat us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. Like every once in a while, you catch like a Looney Tunes, right? Uh, old Mickey Mouse, you know what I'm saying? Steamboat Willie. But otherwise, nigga, it was episodes of Perry fucking Mason
0: and <laughs> Andy Griffith. The Price is Right, you know? Right, listen,
1: <laughs> listen. You stay up late enough, you catch an episode of Renegade at four AM on NBC. Fucking Highlander and Pacific Blue, you know what I'm saying? For so. Um The Least Manly Thing About Me uh, I'm not ticklish. Um Damn. I've had this I've been sitting on this question, I still can't answer. I'm just so much of a fucking man. So much of a man. Um, which one did you say you say you watch cartoons?
0: Cartoons, like I don't know fuck about cars. True, I don't know fuck about
1: cars, and it's almost like, like I, I don't go hunting. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about weapons. You know, weapons are tight. I know you like, like weapons. I don't have any. No, not at all. Not at all. You gave' them, give them. Weapons. So that's
0: the most. That's the least manliest thing about me is
1: gave your weapons up. Never had weapons. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about guns. I don't give a fuck about cars. I'm not like a huge fashion guy, but I like to look nice. You know what I'm saying? I like to take showers. I use body butter and body oil. I don't use just lotion. No, no. I use body butter. And actually, I just bought this. I'm not going to say the name of the company. However, it's a uh, a battery-operated face scrubber for exfoliating and cleaning your face and clearing your pores out. It's battery-operated. Comes with a charger, <laughs> and, right? Big gay, right? Super gay. <laughs> it's a comes with a self-cleaning case. Battery operated. It vibrates on your face. Yes, that might be the that might that there it is. The least manliest, the gayest thing about me. I use uh, and I can't wait to use this. Like I'm very excited to use this. Like I really was packing it <laughs> in the mail. Like yo, where is my eighty five hundred RPM clearing razor bumps uh tool adjustable vibration. Adjustable <laughs> vibration. Like there's different levels of vibration I can put on my face to clean my pores. There we go. There that's we it. Go. it. It it might be the gayest thing. I don't know, man, but like exfoliating in skincare, is that that's not eh. <laughs> on the surface, I mean listen, if I it depends on who I ask, but like there'd be a lot of cats who would call me I
0: mean I wash my face.
1: Yep, But you use your hands, right?
0: Wash my face in the shower. With the Duke, Cannon? With the Duke.
1: Got you. The one that you put on your body? All over. All over your body, and then you put it on your face?
0: No, I do that first.
1: Okay, you handle the face first. So it just has all the old grossness from past showers, and then you put it on your I face. I
0: wash the thing. Well, how often? <laughs> Don't ask me that.
1: You're right. You're right. Because it's none of my business. That's not my business at all. <laughs> Can't wait to put this vibrating thing on my face. Um, Big Ren, any flaws in yourself that you would change?
0: Um, impatient. You're impatient. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I love you though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you think? Uh, any way you could handle that? What could you do about that?
0: No, I'm just being patient forever. I feel that. I feel that. Because like I would have to wait to change that. So like, nah. But you can't. But you can't wait to change it. So <laughs> I'm patient. Can't
1: wait to change it because you're impatient. So you'll never change it, even though you like to change that's, it, but you can't wait. That's right. The chicken or the egg, my nigga. Okay. For sure. For sure. Where do you think that stems from?
0: Um. I don't know. Just. Waiting, waiting on something always. Okay.
1: Mm. Would you like my observation?
0: Or would you like me to Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go um, for it.
1: I think it's the only child aspect.
0: Probably hundred percent. Um,
1: the fact that, like, I mean, I died was I grew up a big brother, so like I had little sis, so I didn't always get everything I wanted when I wanted it. I had to, yeah, kind of share that time and attention with little sis, but. Big Ren's always been always been the prince. Hey. The prince, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything goes directly to Big Ren, he's the prince. You know That's saying? right, still yeah, am. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. But I um I get how that could um and don't take it the wrong way, but like affect socialization. You know what I'm saying? Being uh being the one, you know what I'm saying? You could watch point break literally whenever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, you still never, do. You know what I'm saying? Literally whenever you want to. Um, blood sport. Um You never had to worry about your sibling recording over your WrestleMania eight take. Uh
0: uh-uh.
1: You know what I'm saying? That
0: was just never me. had to worry about my siblings watching me whoop on a vacuum.
1: You never had to. You never had to worry about that. No. Um, never had to worry about your siblings telling that story to her cute and somebody cute <sighs> friends when she was mad at you. Um, never knowing that that's actually not what happened, but. Don't matter if it's a lie. We fight on that lie. <laughs> fuck me, fuck me. Um, any flaws in my soul would change. Um, I was actually kind of talking about this recently. We we had this leadership book that we read. Um, so it's kind of a well timed question. Um, I don't know if it's a flaw, but I might just be just trying to shoot myself some bail. I. I know, I do know how certain and self-assured I come off to where it may sound like I was not listening or taking into account another point of view, because when I'm listening to point of views, I use this analogy lately that I don't know if I said this on the show or not, but if I did, so what? It's a good one. So like. When people come to you with a grievance or something that they're dealing with, they are a glass full of emotion. Looking to pour out, right? Pour out their emotion. And they're coming to you to pour out. So in order to pour out, you have to be an empty glass of emotion. Got to be an empty glass. Because if you're a glass of emotion approaching the situation... You just spill an emotion everywhere, and ain't nobody got no paper towels. Ain't nobody got no paper towels. They just glasses. You know what I'm saying? So you have to empty your emotion out, let someone pour into you. And so I've learned to be pretty good at that, which can be kind of off putting for people. And I've always considered myself inwardly emotional until I got to exclaim, and that's a whole nother Oof. thing. So I know that I could come off as if I don't necessarily listen when I'm uh, assessing things. Um, there's thing too. i like to show love, like I like to let the people know the people I love, I want them to know that I love them. However, I also know human nature means focusing on the negatives sometimes or dwelling on the negatives, dwelling on things that don't go right. So I know that my critiques are very self-assured. They're stated very confidently. They're very stated. They're they're, they're like boom decision, right, to where sometimes I wonder if, like, my team or if the people that I love, I wonder if they know that I actually truly do see their positives. So. They probably don't. They probably don't. They probably don't. (laughs) They probably don't. Um, My shorty left me. Um, they, They probably don't. So. But yeah. So um, I wanna try, I want to I I feel like I love loud, but maybe I just need to love louder. Um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Um fuck all that. Get it right and I wouldn't yell at you. Uh, That's right. That's fuck, fucking right. Fucking right. Get it right or I wouldn't yell at you. Um hypothetically, if I <clears throat> I mean someone was going to quit rooting for the Jets, I mean, their favorite team, which team would be a good team to start rooting for that won't give me, I mean, someone, heartache and pain year in and year out?
0: I've got no answer for this because I like the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel so, I mean, my heart's been broken. I feel oh, you Stays broken. You gotta no, I don't give a shit about it. heart used to be, yeah. I don't give a shit about sports that much, honestly, but, I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, if I'm watching the game, I'll sit there and talk, like, what I would have done better, <laughs> knowing I'm just sitting out here drinking beer in the <laughs> yeah. garage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, as we all
0: are. <laughs> yeah. Metaphor, But, uh, um, I don't know, man, I mean, you can't be no just bandwagon fan, though, you know? Why? I mean, like, right. I guess you can, like, like, Super Bowl or the championship games, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't know, man. Like who you like.
1: Yeah, because, listen, I've said out loud mad times, sports loyalty is overrated. Completely overrated. I use the analogy, hey, you go to a fucking restaurant and they put a hair in your fucking risotto, like, you don't get anyone who says, oh, man, they just had a bad season. Go back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah, they fucking pissed in your soup. Go back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sports are like, sports is the only area of life where people, like, cheer staying loyal to a fucking loser. Right? Yeah. When Shorty is dating the fucking loser and she just won't leave him, all her friends are like, "Uh, you need to leave him. Uh, nigga, smell like french fries, right? Like, sports is the only place in life where people are like, yeah, loyalty. Keep rooting for a loser. Uh, no, people like winners.
0: No, I get what you're saying, for sure. Uh, until
1: they don't like winners. But that's weird, too. Sports is weird, right? I'm a Laker fan. I say that. I'm, I'm, I'm a Laker fan. And I sat through the Chris Mim, Smush Parker years to where Kobe got his other two rings. I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. And I sat through post-Kobe, pre-LeBron years. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting through <laughs> these last couple fucking years as a Laker fan. But the only, the only team you can't root for is a rival to your last team. Right? So yeah. So Jets fan, you can't you can't root for the Patriots. I'll never root for the fucking Celtics. I'll probably never root for the Suns to extent. I'll never root for the Clippers. But like the Warriors are my secondary team because I fucking respect it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the answer is just just fucking homie hop for a while. Go to a fucking be a bandwagon. Be a bandwagon fan. Who fucking cares?
0: It's just like one, like you end one season loving one team and they did terrible and then you just start liking the team that's doing the best. But yeah, I get it. Who cares? Yeah.
1: Who fucking cares? There's no, like, listen, man, Knicks fans, they didn't been through it literally <laughs> forever. The Knicks, they got to the, no, did they get to the finals? No, yeah, they got to the finals in 99, the shortened season, and lost to the Spurs. That's the closest the Knicks have ever been to anything important in our entire fucking lives. They got that ass stomped by the Bulls on a regular basis. They've been trashed literally ever since. They're doing well now, but like, <laughs> we'll see how these playoffs go, right? Yeah. Um,. You've earned the right to just go like somebody else. Like, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? I cares? dig it. Yeah. And then when the Knicks get good again, go back to liking the Knicks. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, no, sports loyalty is overrated. I, whatever. I'm still a Laker fan, but, like, if I if I want to be another fan, what you going to do? Somebody? Somebody? <laughs> whatever. Um. Kind of a tougher question. And uh, I was talking about earlier, you know, uh, again, recipes of Demetrius Allen. Um, This question was sent by by a close, close friend of mine, a friend of his. um, Big Wren,
0: how would you want to die? She went back of the head.
1: Fuck. God damn. (laughs) What the fuck? How often do you think it is? I mean, not often. Fuck. You... We're very sure of that answer. Well, because, I mean, you sent me the questions earlier. I get it, but, like, fuck. <laughs> you didn't pause. You didn't even fake think about it.
0: Just got, just got it out there, you know. Just get fuck. it over with. Get on with it. <laughs> Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get on with it, motherfucker. Um, and as to add on to that question, too, um, I was curious, too. I said, are, are you giving options or are you just picking the brain? They said, I guess my only option would be fast or slow. Uh, so it sounds like you want it fast. Pause. Get on man. with it. Yeah, get on with it, motherfucker. Um, again, well, <laughs> we already uh referenced the wire with this question, hence that. But uh, season one, man, listen. The well, you said the back of the head. But either way, man, the bullets to the head don't always do it. Yeah,
2: but I mean, if you
1: were to do it, yeah, right to the head, just just one or, or two. I mean. I mean, I'd him. hope it just take one. I would hope that's so. the point. I mean, that's the part of a, dope, that's a, part of a story. Damn, man. I shot that nigga three times in the head. It's still alive. You know what I'm saying? The report came back.
0: He drowned from...
1: He died from drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: Had three bullet holes in his head, and he fucking and found him in the pool. You know what
1: I'm saying? Damn. you said he died from drowning. Fucking shit. Um, I don't know, dude. I... Unfortunately, man, I, I I kind of think of mortality really often. Not necessarily how I'd want to die, but like what would happen if I did and how it affected people around me and just not wanting to die. So like I get very paranoid in the summertime because that's when the cops are copping. And that's when they get their numbers. Nigga almost got rear-ended last week. Bro, after I had that wedding and ate that goddamn uh, <laughs> Scrapple <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it's like 1245, bro I'm literally a half mile from my crib after an hour and a half drive Like, dead Dead traffic, bro I'm at the stoplight And I see a car approaching, right? But all of a sudden I hear this Hitting his brakes I fucking hit the gas Kind of hit a little bit of a right turn to create some space Nigga, I almost got the car Like, I was so like, I was so mad Because Of the recklessness and because of being whacked by association. Like, 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 think of that being a story, bro. Oh, yeah. I got to go spectacularly. Like, that's how I want to die. Spectacularly. Or living a full life. Like a full life. I don't want to die by a disease. Like, I want to, like, whatever disease I ever get, I'm going to fight and beat that shit because I'm too pissed off to die that way. I'd want to go, like, spectacularly or live a full life. Remember the song? You might remember the song, 24 Hours to Live. If you had 24 hours to live, just think, where would you go? Who would you do? Who would you screw? Uh, Mace, Black Rob, The Locks, and DMX. It sounds familiar. Yeah. But, like, they all would uh, hypothesize what they would do uh, if they had 24 hours to live. I I haven't thought that far in depth, but, like, um, spectacularly, like, like, uh, like a, like a building exploded, and I went to go save. Hail it. gunfire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A like, shootout. Right for like something noble, not for like for no dumb shit. Like something noble. <laughs> like I don't want to be in a shootout because like Joe Paterno got fired. Like all the reasons white people riot. I don't want to die because of that. Like disco music. No, I'm not gonna die for disco music. I'm not gonna die because <laughs> Trump lost the fucking election. Like. <laughs> That anniversary just passed. That's fucking crazy. Uh, but yeah, spectacularly. Like, a, a building exploded. But, like, not while I was inside. Like, Oscar, I to go you gotta me. be inside. Well, nah. Like, what if I went to get the kids, and as I came out, like, there's like a, t- a countdown in the back of my mind. Oh, fuck, this motherfucker's about to explode. I'm outside, and I'm running, and I'm like, fuck, I got three seconds, and I just, like, launched the baby. And, the and then everybody lives. sees Juve just Boom! <laughs> and then I fucking explode And launch my whole into fucking Into a million body. pieces Yes, and I, right, right My body cannot stay intact I gotta explode to a million fucking pieces Because what I look like With an exploded ass body Just laying on the ground
0: <laughs> Man, there he is
1: Yep, there he is he There he is. Baby. Now he's just Gone down again now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah, I want to go out a fucking hero. Um I don't want to go out. I've heard of people like having a heart attack having sex. I don't want to go out that way. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, like yeah, like Thea like, oh man, he 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 died doing something he loved to do, right? But like I don't want to give her the power.
0: Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want I don't want that on her jacket. Like I don't want her being able to fucking She's got like, she's got like a pocket. She's got a notebook. Just has like tally marks. Got another one. <laughs> got another Stacking one. Stacking bodies.
1: You know what I'm saying? you not coming to my service. Looking down at me, smiling and shit. This,
0: p- this pussy
1: got another one. Hell no, 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 no. So that's one way I'm not going. Um, otherwise though. If I'm going early, I want to go spectacularly, doing something very noble, um, otherwise, after living a full, nice, long life, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm, I feel like I fucking earned it, man. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. Um, interesting question. What do you think of Roland Barths The World of Wrestling? <laughs> Come on, man. <Ren. laughs> So, before you answer, just to give everyone an update, The World of Wrestling was an essay written by Roland Barthes in 1957. They were still
0: fighting bears back then.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, they were. For sure. What did you think of the
0: essay, Doug? From what I could get from it. Because. That's vocabulary. That's a,
1: that's a very valid aspect of that, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, because uh, I ain't seen some of those words <laughs> ever.
1: You don't know what ignominy means? You don't know what ignominy means?
0: No, nah, dude, uh, I don't. Okay. I don't. Uh-huh. Uh, that's all right. Though. I'll figure uh-huh. it out one of these days. That's
1: all right. We got Google.
0: It's um, public shame no, or
1: disgrace, but go ahead.
0: I feel like it was pretty spot on, actually.
1: Yeah?
0: About, like... The formula,
1: what it is, and how it goes, yeah, yeah, um, and like
0: it still holds true to this day. I feel like a lot of it, a lot of it,
1: a yeah, lot of it. Um, yeah. I mean, he nailed down the aspect that at the heart of it all, it is theater, yeah, he did nail down that aspect and kind of describing what a heel is. Um, a lot of it, I would listen, I would like a more up to date modern version of it because again on one hand it was the language of the time but also he clearly it was written by some kind of scholar yeah so like
0: some dude that would not be hanging out with me
1: no nah <laughs> like the 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 kind of guy who uses big words unnaturally just like he knows them like i use big words but very casually and like you could tell it's just like kind of how I speak. Like this guy really pulled out the thesaurus and was like, "How much gonna? How am I gonna be as fucking annoying as possible? Ignominy. you know what I'm saying?" Um, there was there was a bit of an outdated nature to it, speaking to the 2023 wrestling fan. In the sense of, there was one line specifically, and I wrote this down because uh, he was comparing wrestling to a boxing match. And he said, the logical conclusion of the contest does not interest the wrestling fan. And I could not disagree more. (laughs) Uh, Part of us having a podcast for the last five plus years, um, a lot of our conversations speak to the logical conclusions, uh, or or even just the logical layers and spots to wrestling and again he's speaking of wrestling in 1957 um to where it was much more protected um so i mean now that the veil has kind of been taken off not kind of been taken off now that the veil has been taken off again i'd like to see a modernized version of this because there's a large part of the population who doesn't who still doesn't fucking get it all they can say is oh this is fucking fake yeah um so addressing that <clears throat> addressing that so I, I I wouldn't mind a nice modernized version of it. I mean, for the time, I'm sure it did the trick. Um, but again, you know that that was that was a big part of it. The logical conclusion of the contest does not interest the wrestling fan. Uh, yes, yeah, hold the time. Tell Meltzer. Tell Wade. Yeah, Buck, don't don't tell him. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell Juve and Big wren <laughs> um, Don't tell the countless other podcasts out here. We definitely care about logic. Um, and logic, what Cornette's
0: got to say about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> um, interesting read. You no, I like again. I I mean it's it's damn near well, over. It's over. It's 65 years later. It's a whole another world. This is before WWE was a thing. Yeah. Um, so whole another world. Um, Big Ren, <clears throat> what's your favorite gimmick match and why?
0: I'm going to go with uh Hell in a Cell.
1: Mm, okay. Why is that?
0: Because those that's a good one. Uh, the builds are always pretty good for those, and for the ones fucking, that
1: should have Hell in a Cell as the yeah
0: yeah the builds are pretty good, or the ones that should be in there are always really good, mm-hmm. and they're just brutal fucking matches. Yeah. I mean, I would I mean I read something recently that they're going to try to get away from having so many. Uh, gimmick based pay-per-views mm-hmm. which I'd be fine with which and like if they just had a th- uh, Hell in a Cell with the fucking Rumble that would be fucking sick mm-hmm. I think that would be a bigger draw than just a specific gimmick pay-per-view like Hell in a Cell or Extreme Rules mm-hmm. just have those matches on some oh, pay-per-views
1: man. just give me a nice dope pay-per-view name bring back like, Fully Loaded
0: yeah exactly uh,
1: bring back Great Balls of Fire give, no. give, give me Unforgiven bro Give me Unforgiven, because if uh, this WWE news turns out to be correct, they may need that name back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ching um that was a really good one. Um, I kind of ran through my 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 Rolodex here. Um, I used to be a really big fan of Last Man Standing matches, and I kind of realized it's kind of hard to build drama that way because a ten count um, is a little is a little different. Plus, selling isn't what it used to be. No. To where, you know, yeah, just the, the selling of certain moves and like yeah, the getting up at literal nine and a half is is a thing. Uh, the best last minute standing match in my eyes ever was Chris Jericho and Triple H. Uh, ironically, I fully loaded in 2000. Um, that was the best one for me. Um, used to really be a, a really big fan of the ladder match. Um, I feel like it's a little overused now. Um, Second place for me, two out of three falls.
0: I not really know like, what the first one is.
1: Dig, dig. I really, I really like two out of three falls. I mean, when I play rock paper scissors, two out of three on shoot. That's how you really find who the better man is. No fluke. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Two out of three on shoot. You used to really, really like. Well, I shouldn't say really, really like, but like the Iron Man match. We we're gonna get Brian Danielson and MJF. Kind of hard to build drama there because you know it's going to last an hour. So you have to be Mm -hmm. really creative on how to keep the fans' attention for a whole hour, knowing that the last five minutes are going to be the most crucial, important part. Uh, What do you think my number one is?
0: I already know. Survivor Series match? Actually, no. Oh, wow.
1: I like a good tournament. I like a good elimination, but close. The Royal Rumble. Okay. The Royal fucking Rumble. A lot of people don't like Battle Royals. I like elimination aspect type things. Like, let's pare it down to who the last man is, right? I like that. Um, but the Royal Rumble, man, it's it's something new. Every 60 seconds or two minutes or whatever they want it to be that year. The yeah. countdown, the surprises, um, it's only once a year. So it doesn't get... Like, watered down. Um, the stakes are high, right? Um, now, there's all I mean, it, 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 not watered down, but now there's two every year, but kind of because they there kind of has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, give me a good Royal Rumble, man. Like, <laughs> even the bad ones are still some kind of entertaining.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. So uh stick around. In two weeks we have the Royal Rumble prediction show. It's that time of the year, y'all. The NFC yep. AFC Championship. Uh as we make our way to the Super Bowl. Um Big Wren, I feel like we've gotten this before, but but why not? Maybe our answers have changed. Uh your Mount Rushmore of wrestling.
0: Is that four or five? Uh four. Four, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Stone Cold. Okay. Undertaker. Ooh. Macho Man, okay, nice. And Shawn Michaels.
1: You said uh, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Macho Man, Shawn Michaels. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Let's actually you know. Let's let's go through each one. Why um why Stone Cold? Because
0: that's just my favorite.
1: Because <laughs> I like him. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Why? I mean, yeah. And then Undertaker. I mean, fuck it's. Taker, you know. He's been through th- he's been through so many fucking character changes but they've all been badass. so. You. Yeah. Macho Man, just, come on. Let's you. go. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> and I mean HBK just great fucking matches. I feel. You. I feel. I mean, they they all have great matches, but I mean HBK, I mean he come on.
1: Yeah. That's my favorite of all time. Um He was always kind of wrong place, wrong timeish. We've kind of talked about this in, in past years. Like, he was a champ when the NWO started. Mm-hmm. So, like, numbers went low because fucking his best friends went to WCW, started causing havoc, and were indirectly responsible, or rather directly responsible for the Attitude Era um, becoming a thing. So he's just kind of wrong, wrong place, wrong time. He was coming at the end of the Hulk Hogan era, the end of Bret Hart era, when so many motherfuckers had side jobs, like... There was a wrestling garbage man, a wrestling clown, a wrestling dentist, um, whatever the fuck Bastion Booger was, you know what I'm saying? Um, So my Mount Rushmore, Stone Cold Steve Austin. um, I mean, his run was short, but it was so, so impactful. Mm -hmm. Like, so impactful. Like, he was pop culture. Uh, and he was everywhere. Uh, celebrity death match. Fucking Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh, I made sure to watch that episode. You know what I'm saying? Trying to tell you <laughs> fucking Nash Bridges. I made you know, sure to awesome. watch that one too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Must see television. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, as much as I hate to admit it, man. Florida, man.
0: I, I had a feeling.
1: Florida, man. There is no, uh, there, There is no wrestling without Florida, man. Florida man made it possible for Stone Cold to be Stone Cold. Um he took us out of the 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 smoky VFW halls and WrestleMania was built on his back. You know, taking it taking the taking the world is what it what you know what it is right now. So taking away whatever we think personally, um yeah, wrestling is what it is because of Florida man. I find it humorous that he gets booed at shows people don't forget no um and he didn't make a mistake he just got caught there's a difference yeah. he didn't stub his toe he didn't <laughs> lose his keys. <laughs> he was on video camera saying nigger a lot with his best friend's wife in bed next to him um that's not a mistake um Florida man Ric Flair Ric Flair um Florida Man made it so, like, the entire art form was a little more pop culture. However, Ric Flair is more permeated in pop culture than Florida Man. Oh yeah, did you see the? uh, Did you watch the the Ric Flair documentary? No, I didn't. Okay, um, I mean it's okay. There's. There's only one part there was only one part they talked about that I didn't know happened. Uh but just depending on um you know depending on how much you know, yeah, it's it's not like super revelatory, not like a lot of new information that you didn't know. Uh, they went over the plane crash. Um did you know he had the plane crash?
0: I think so. I don't ever remember hearing I mean don't hear about it too often. Yeah, 19,
1: 1975. Uh plane crash broke his back. Uh, so he went over certain stories. I don't want to tell it all if, if uh if you guys don't know the story. It was cool. But Ric Flair, I mean long lasting legacy. He's still like part of pop culture. Two claps into Ric Flair, uh Ric Flair drip. Um
0: Ric Flair weed.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Ric Flair, I mean plus he was he was like the personification of the 80s mm-hmm. Everything people wanted to be in the eighties. Um, decadence, dope suits, big hair, big-haired women. Um, yeah, he was the '80s—the um, lifestyle everyone wanted. Florida Man, to put it in better words, was not like his. He, I mean, vitamins, prayers, but no. Ric Flair was the personification of everything the '80s was, um, and he just lived the life. My fourth, it's not Taker, it's not Andre, it's not The Rock, it's not John Cena. Vince McMahon. Good one. Vince it's a real good one. I never thought about that. Um, Self-explanatory, really. Yeah. <laughs> Vince fucking McMahon. If there was no, uh, none of this would be about Florida, man, it definitely for sure wouldn't be here without Vince McMahon either um so yeah i think uh yeah stone cold florida man Ric flair vince mcmahon uh that's my that's my mount rushmore um what has been you guys favorite wrestling event you've ever attended
0: you want to go you want me to go uh knock it out bro wrestlemania 30 dog yeah that shit was fucking lit, bro. <laughs>
1: it was. It it fucking was.
0: Like eighty thousand, almost eighty thousand motherfuckers under one roof, going nuts.
1: Fucking nuts. Not even regular. Right <laughs> yeah. Oh, like yeah. nutty. Nut nutty. Let's think of the ones, the ones we've been to together. I'm sure and I'm you know, the shows we've been to separately. The ones we've been to together. Um, I actually, I kind of watched Royal Rumble 2017. Um, in the last couple days, we went to that one together where John Cena beat AJ Styles. Uh, Randy Orton was the uh the winner of that year's Rumble. That was a big star-studded Rumble. Undertaker yeah. eliminated Goldberg. Goldberg eliminated Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns eliminated Undertaker. Um, that was the year I thought Miz was gonna win. I yeah, that'll never happen. Um, Survivor Series 2014 mm-hmm. when Sting came back, um, and Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins uh sold finishing moves for literally about eight minutes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh we went to the Raw after WrestleMania. Yep. The very first John Cena sucks, chant. Yeah, we started that. That was
0: fun. That was yeah. fun. That was good being there.
1: Um fuck man. I went to all out this
0: year. I wasn't there though. Right, I thought you were saying together.
1: Um, I don't know if you meant together or not. I think you just said okay. you guys you ever you ever attended. Um All Out, fucking listen, man. When MJF fucking came back, dude. And culminated that story. Outside of all the dumb shit that happened afterward, um, that was a hell of a fucking moment. That was a hell of a show. Um I went to the raw after Survivor series. Um made that drive up. That was when I was just running from everything in my life and just spending money recklessly. But that was an okay show. I don't really I don't remember shit from that show except I was sitting in the section that Kane had, like, a um, backstage vignette. Like, they roped off the section I was in. You couldn't go to get concessions because Kane was out there wilding. Um, the AEW show I just went to where MJF snatched that scarf from the little boy literally right in front of me. Um, <laughs> I think I'm taller than MJF. Um, but, oh, shit, Royal Rumble 2022. We went to last year's Rumble. Yep. Where uh, Brock Lesnar whooped Bobby Lashley's ass.
0: That sign caught on fire.
1: Yeah, the fuck it did. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> twice. Twice. They evacuated that whole fucking section. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch and Dude Drop a classic. Um, It's WrestleMania 30. Yeah. I was just giving guys contact. It's WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Because um, for one, like... It was a dope fucking show. Oh, yeah. Seven matches, very compact. But the show started out with Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Florida Man a year before he lost his real name. just Having beers. Having beers talking shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, And then went into Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, the first match of the yeah. night. Daniel Bryan, Triple H. Uh, we had a very short, inoffensive Shield versus New Age Outlaws and Kane match, where they he walked
0: right down our fucking aisle, right
1: past us, you know what I'm saying, um, John Cena, Bray Wyatt, some say Bray Wyatt should have won, I say it was still a good match either way, um, before I get to the other, the the, the elephants in the room, um, what else happened that night, the Andre the Giant uh, Battle Royal, where Cesaro body slammed Big Show over the top rope,
0: um, and then, of course, Brock Lesnar beat the fucking Undertaker. Yeah, dude, that was insane. You, that was fucking hilarious. I remember all that.
1: You can't top that.
0: You no. Can't top that. No. Like seventy-five thousand. That people, will never happen again.
1: Yeah, never, never. <laughs> seventy-five thousand with their hands on their head, like, like dead. It was quiet. And fucking in there. silence in the room. And then they showed the graphic. Twenty-one and one, and they showed the graphic, and motherfuckers said,
2: "Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's like motherfuck seventy-five thousand snapped back to life at once when that graphic hit the screen, and you could never. And then motherfuckers was like, damn near rioting. Niggas left. <laughs> niggas look took their kids and
0: left. Like right, they took their kids for their kids to enjoy it, but they said, "No, fuck this show." Fuck
1: that and he literally said fuck this who writes this shit fuck this bro that was the emotion in the room bro like that's so fucking crazy and the thing is they tried to end it with a happy note and it was happy like Daniel Bryan finally overcame all the dumb shit he was the guy who literally wasn't supposed to be there (laughs) storyline and real life He, to beat all of evolution in one night, um, yeah, and to become the man, and it was a happy ending, however,
0: everybody was talking about Taker,
1: everyone was talking about Taker, yeah, you, you can't forget that, you can't, can't forget that, no, yeah, that whole
0: ass trip, man, yeah, that whole ass trip was fun, like, we drove down there. It was like yes. like eight hours.
1: Yeah, it was a it was quite the drive.
0: Quite. The yeah, like drive. That, that was like the furthest. That was the furthest i had ever been away from home. Oh yeah. At the time. Yeah. 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 So like yeah, we fucking hit the road like like three in the morning. Facts. Yeah. Got down there like fucking noon or something the next yep. day.
1: Mm-hmm. Hit uh Bubba Gump's. Yep. <laughs> They, uh, yeah. said, I bet you know where you got your shoes. I said, "Nigga," all right. he said, "On your feet." I said, "Motherfucker." You know what's
0: funny? Huh. I was playing. I was playing on. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty over the weekend. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody about New Orleans, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they had been down there. Yes, they got hit with the same hustle. Fucking like yes. these dudes. Like I, I was down there. I was down there like what three or four years ago. Uh. They tried to get me again. It wasn't the same dude. Boy, that's nice. just like that hustle never stops never down there, stops,
1: man. They just hitting tourists, man. The, I wonder
0: how many years that shit's been going for. Passing it down, man. <laughs> At the meetings, let <laughs> go to the meetings. Like, yo, all bring right. all bring all the little young kids over. Yeah, that's what you got to do. <laughs> dude,
1: that's so fire, yeah, dude. I'm very proud that they still do that. Yeah, I'm proud to have been gotten by that. <laughs> like, I really, I really enjoy that. Um, we almost fought. At WrestleMania, at the the, the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, nigger, the Ultimate Warrior died. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, we saw him at Romania, he gave that speech at Raw, and then he died.
0: He fucking died? Bro. Like, right outside the hotel, like, not our hotel, obviously.
1: Bro. (laughs) Yeah, no, not ours. Not ours. (laughs) Um... No, that whole trip was dope, man. I performed on stage. You went home early and I performed on stage and there's no footage of it. Yeah. Um that was fun. Um almost had the trade ball, but they they friend was hating on the dude was with them, so I had to lose. That that sucked. Um and then we had our very first Debo versus Bender competition. I won. By far. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't close. Um yeah, no, you got me the fuck the the fuck out of here. Um <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. Disappointed. Uh you gotta find that T shirt. Uh,
0: it's probably in some boxes somewhere, I don't know. Somewhere safe. <laughs> yeah, somewhere safe, yeah. For so
1: for sure, so, for sure. So. Yeah, WrestleMania thirty by far. By far. I remember that December hitting you up like, Hey, we're going to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Like I just bought tickets. Yo, I just bought two tickets, we're going to WrestleMania. So Get right. ready. No, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, fuck it. I quit, my job, I bought my, I quit my job shortly before we went. Shortly, yeah, shortly before we went. Fuck that job. I was I wasn't in a great space head and heart-wise, but uh um, We're going to New Orleans. We're going to fucking New Orleans, though. You fucking right. Shit. <laughs> um speaking of, great question. When do we we we've, we've kind of touched on um off and on throughout the last few months. Is there really a difference between pro wrestling and sports entertainment?
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You want to you wanna go on? I mean, like, it's theater. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, we all, like, most, we know the outcome most of the time, but that's not what it's all about, mm-hmm. you know? It's about the story you're telling. For sure. And with sports entertainment. I mean like sports entertainment, like like what do you mean like like pro sports, like pro football and shit like that?
1: No, I think just within the wrestling community itself, there's a conversation of pro wrestling versus sports and versus sports entertainment. Well first let's let's go into the history of it, right? Vince McMahon first testified that basically basically just told the world pressing wrestling is predetermined. He called it sports entertainment to avoid paying taxes to different athletic commissions in the mid to late 80s. So he kind of let the cat out of the bag, No there's a predetermined sport. We're sports entertainment, right? Um, but there's the, the ongoing conversation of pro wrestling versus sports entertainment. Hell, if you watch AEW or if you watch AEW on any given night, um, they, they make That's the pro wrestling of pro wrestling, right? Yeah. Versus sports entertainment. It's And it seems as though WWE is literally the only company that proclaims itself to be. Sports entertainment, you know what I'm saying um, the last time we mentioned this uh, happened to be during NXT we did the NXT recap I remember this um, it's it's yes, there is a difference um but it's in the nuanced aspects of it right sports entertainment. Is grandiose production. It's the styles of storylines and storytelling. Um, the last. Flash. You said what? Flash. There's like. the flash and flare, right? Yeah. Like example wise, sports entertainment is Stone Cold Steve Austin coming to the ring with a beer truck. Yep. It's Kurt Angle with the milk truck. Um, the last time I could remember, national because I just thought of another example. I was gonna say the last time I remember like WCW or NWA trying to be sports entertainment. There was a time they were outwardly trying to be like Miss McMahon. Mm-hmm. Like you remember the story of the Black Scorpion?
2: hmm
1: <laughs> Coming from Sting's past and shit, and they yep. did it really poorly because that's just not who they were. Uh, but also like to an extent, Glacier. Mortis, Wrath, kind of to an extent, capitalizing on Mortal Kombat. Um, it's presentation, it's style of match, it's. There's no one specific designation to it. I, I mentioned the NXT aspect. We talked about how, like, with a WWE telecast, it's harder to just pick it up and start watching. Yeah. Now more than ever. Uh huh. Like you can get you can be caught in by the spectacle, right? Like my last shorty, we would watch WrestleMania together, we would go to shows, but she had the benefit of having me to explain things. Yeah. A pro wrestling show. Now again, and this is the example I use, like you heard of Kenny Omega and, and Okada in their trilogy and their in their four matches, and it made you want to go seek it out. Because within the match, the match was more of the story and not the ceramic story. drama behind it. Right? Yeah. If you watch Daniel Bryan and Testa and <laughs> tonight, this past Wednesday on Dynamite, you saw just a hard-hitting fight. You saw, shit, you saw Roland Barths The World of Wrestling. Yeah. The story lies, and this is, again, not to say that in sports entertainment there's not a story within the match. The story is 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 the external aspect. It's the emotional pull. Pro wrestling, a lot more of the emotional pull, is within the match itself. Versus all the circumstances around it. Now, of course, the circumstances around it absolutely help, but within the match itself is where a lot of the emotion lies. Uh, and I and apologies or or no apologies if uh, that's not explaining it well enough for for anyone looking for the difference, but. It's not just one thing. It's the presentation. It's the dramatic storytelling. It's um, the soap opera aspect. Sports entertainment is Lana getting married to Bobby Lashley and us finding out she had a long-standing affair (laughs) with Liv Morgan. That's sports entertainment. (laughs) That's right. That's (laughs) right. Um, There's just certain stories you're just not going to see in other places. Um. So I hope that answered it all. It it it's it's more of examples you can pull out versus a flat a flat firm definition. Can you think of anything as an example sports entertainment wise that that AEW has done? I think the closest thing to it would maybe be like. And this is interesting because he left AEW. I'm trying to think of, like, Cody Rhodes' story arc in AEW.
0: Because
1: um, Cody Rhodes and AEW always seemed to kind of be, like, existing, existing on his own.
0: The only thing I can really think of is, like, the, like, even, like, just, like, some of the promos they cut backstage is more sports entertainment. Like? Than, I mean, like, it's more sports entertainment back like i don't know it's hard to explain or maybe i'm just fucking it up mm. um just like the shit with jericho i mean being the sports entertainers i mean that's which
1: is their character is to be yeah a, yeah over the top and entertaining but yeah over over the top yeah, yeah. and a little a little hammy to be honest, yeah little exactly hammy. yeah like this. and like
0: some of like their gimmick matches like the fucking the champagne match with Cassidy and Jericho—that's sports entertainment. That's—I that. mean, it's still pro wrestling, but it's more sports entertainment.
1: And there seems to be the common theme of Chris Jericho, who spent the vast majority of his here of his career doing sports entertaining things. Yeah, um, and of course we're not in the industry, so I mean maybe we're not the best to say it, but there's that common theme there. Yeah. Um, I don't want to necessarily say reality based, but like yeah, largely. Like, the Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, the Brian Danielson, MJF story, I mean, you fucked up my mentor. Yeah. So now I'm coming for you and everything you want. And MJF being the shit-eating, <laughs> the shit-eating grin, you know what I'm saying, run from everybody heel of... And that's the thing, too. That's the interesting thing, too. A lot of most pro wrestling, the champion is the heel. And we're chasing the bad guy. So he can finally get his comeuppance. Now Roman Reigns aside, historically, WWE is the only game in town where it's been led by the all-conquering babyface, the superhero, yeah, fending off all challengers. Um, and that's interesting too, because I mean, if you look, a lot of babyfaces when they finally get to the top, they don't carry the same, the same cachet. No. They start to get that you know start to get booed. They boo John Cena. Uh, they blew Roman Reigns for years until he turned heel. Um, Stone Cold, he was a heel first and really just turned the volume up on antics, but didn't really too much change who he was. When he finally I mean, he hit the, the 316 promo, um, bled out against Bret Hart, that was endearing, and they they didn't change too much of who he was. I mean, he he was a heel. He just did it yeah. to bad guys. Like, Steve <laughs> Austin was a heel. Yeah. He just whooped on bad Everybody. Guys. His boss. He whooped his boss's <laughs> yeah. ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he never said quit, but, like, that's the old pro wrestling trope, too. It's usually the heel, the heel champion, running roughshod, who's a great wrestler, um, is beatable, but it's like, how the fuck is he getting away with it again? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, that that that's another pro wrestling trope. Um but yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to think of like sports entertainment esque things that AEW has done.
0: Um, in I feel like it doesn't have to be like big things though either. Mm. I mean, just like little shit, like Sammy getting ran over by the golf cart.
1: Is that sports entertainment or is that like folly?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know I get you. Yeah.
1: Um, when I think of sports entertainment, I mean, yeah, golf cart. I mean, they're using the, I mean, they're using a the vehicle, but. I wouldn't classify that along with like beer trucks and no, milk you can't. And That's like a whole
0: ass segment. Zambonis.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The the grandiose story of like the
0: Stone Cold beer. getting thrown over the bridge.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know the grandiose story of him like the the higher power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean the the thought that like we let a uh, we let slide a wrestling dead man for thirty years. He was dead for thirty years, except for that five year period where he rode motorcycles. You know what I'm saying? Um the the fucking higher power, who strapped the boss's daughter to a symbol and was about to sacrifice her live on television. Mm-hmm. The boss at the hospital, and his manic, <laughs> his his manic employee who pulled out a sock and was like mimicking a sock puppet, the clown, Steve Austin, smacking his boss upside the head with a bedpan. Yup. Sports
0: entertainment. Sports entertainment.
1: entertainment. You know
0: what (laughs) I'm saying?
1: (laughs) So like, it's different from like a backstage attack where the inner circle, again, Chris Jericho, but like the inner circle takes a garage door and slams it on Nick Jackson's chest. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a little yeah. more violent. I don't want to just say realism, but like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. um, There was a wrestling dentist, dog. Like, what kind of dentist ain't making enough money? He's like, fuck that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. My wrestle. body on the line. Yeah, my body on the line. You know what I'm saying? Clowns are in season all year. There's birthday parties all the time. Fuck that. I'm going to go wrestle. Right, you Probably got in a fight at
0: one of them At you know one of I'm the saying? birthday parties
1: Right, Like fuck it we're going to ostracize this clown Like garbage men they run every week That job is secure The fuck are you wrestling for <laughs> Spark plug Bob Holly was racing that bad We're not making money just Stock car racing you went to wrestle right um, So Yeah Um, FMK Jc Jane, Gg Dolan, Mandy Rose,
0: Gg Mandy Wacy.
1: You're killing. Oh, Jc. Uh, Jc Jane. Fmk. So you're uh, you're effing Gg. You're marrying Mandy, and you're killing Jc Jane.
0: Yes, sir. Tell me about it. Dig in. I mean, ain't much to tell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I feel personal you. preference. I feel, yeah, 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 I feel that.
1: Um, mine is close. Um, so I'm effing Manny Rose, but like, taking my time. Taking my time. Um, yeah, personal preference. Uh, I've I listen lately. I don't know if you've seen Gigi on Instagram.
0: That'll follow. I don't follow her either. <laughs> you just go to that page every once in a while. Bruh. Um, I'm,
1: like, kind of developing a thing for GG Dog. Uh-uh. Uh-uh.
0: Um, like, it's getting out of hand. Call that, about to call the horny police over here.
1: Hey, listen, I'm controlling my horny. <laughs> I'm controlling my horny. Um... <laughs> But, like, and you know, not even as much during NXT, but like on the IG, yeah. So I'm marrying Gigi just so she she never leaves and I can, um, you know, duties. Um, and just by process of elimination, you know, sorry, JC, no disrespect. No disrespect. It's just how the game is played. It's, it's the rules. It's
0: the rules.
1: It's the game. It's the game. It's the game. Crash um, the brick going uh, up. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh you got any scrapple. Um have whatever I like. Um Big Ren, it's been a very uh very interesting news cycle the last week or so. Oh yeah. What do you think about all of the new McMahon WWE news?
0: pretty crazy. Um, I honestly don't know what to think. Yeah.
1: Let's explain the news before we dig in. Um, so last week, Vince McMahon elected himself back on the board. Now Put he himself was, back he up put there. Put himself back. Now, oh. he retired, so he, he left creative, but he was still the major... I mean, he still owns the company. Yeah. Major stockholder, and he elected himself back on the board. Um, A few days later, maybe the next day, um, he rehired two executives that he had let go during the pandemic era. And two executives were fired and one resigned once Vince McMahon came back. Uh, And then Stephanie McMahon officially resigned from WWE. Now, if you guys remember, Stephanie McMahon went on a leave of absence. Right before Vince was out here uh, getting accused of some wild shit. And as Vince was accused, she had to end that very, very, very short leave of absence. And take over as co-CEO with Nick Khan. Uh, Then, uh, interestingly enough, uh, in some eyes, when Vince came back, she said, uh, fuck this leave of absence. I'm getting the fuck out of the business entirely. And then... Later that day, same day, rumors and i'm gonna i'm gonna stick strongly by this word rumors, <laughs> loud rumors going out that Vince McMahon has or will be selling w w e to the Saudis, a private investment firm um that would then cause WWE to go back to being a private company, not a publicly owned company that they have been for the last almost 25 years. A private company, which would then potentially allow Vince McMahon to uh, go back to being head of creative. Gross. If there's no stockholders to appease, then you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Ren, it's been a while. seven days. What you think of all it is, man?
0: I think we're gonna hear something definite in the next couple of days.
1: Yeah,
0: I think so. This um,
1: drops Friday.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be Friday. We hear something. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what the fuck's gonna happen with it. I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, I I can't really say anything else. I mean, it's. Dog.
1: I wish I was a fly, on the, a fly on the wall, dog. Because you hear the news about, like... Because it was speculated back when Vince left around SummerSlam that, like, across the board, it was voted that it would be bad a bad look for business if Vince were to come back. Right? I imagine Stephanie has had to deal... With so much. Yeah, that's why she bounced. So much over the last entirety of her life being the daughter of Vince McMahon, the sister of Shane McMahon, and to an extent the wife of Triple H. She stepped into a position, put on the big girl pants, and made that shit shake. We already mentioned she was already planning to go on a leave of absence anyway. To go from a leave of absence to co-CEO is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine the conversations between Vince and Stephanie once he left over the holidays when Vince decided to come back. Whatever led to Stephanie saying, nah, fuck the leave of absence, I'm just going to fucking leave, right? That's yeah. that's the striking thing for me. She didn't go back to the leave of absence to just be a mother. Nigga, she left the family. She cut lives. the shit. She cut the shit. Fuck the dumb shit. Yeah. So, like, what were those conversations like, for one? For two? What does Stephanie McMahon know to where a lot more than we do a whole fucking lot more than we do to where she said, fuck this, I'm jumping ship. I'm done. Right. She's seen her father be her father professionally, but also personally like him and Linda are all but divorced. Like, they held it together, I'm sure, for tax reasons. But, like, mm-hmm. we hear of Vince McMahon being out on dates with 40-something-year-old blondes. Yep. Like, we saw Vince McMahon kiss Trish Stratus on TV. We saw him. I didn't watch that match. I probably never will. We saw Vince beat up Stacey McMahon in an I Quit match. Like, yeah. like <laughs> nigga, we, that was on television. So, like, we see the brain we're dealing with, even if we don't quite know the brain we're dealing with. What does Triple H think?
0: Like, H is in the corner, like...
1: Like, (laughs) I love this business, I love my wife, I love my father-in-law. Like, what was it that made Shane McMahon leave? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get people have their own interests, but, like, the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So, the whole, the family dynamic is interesting to me. The people business part is interesting to me. But, dog, what if they sell to the Saudis, man? Because a lot of people are not happy about that. No. Even the potential of that.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: What do you think about that? Speak to that.
0: I... uh... I mean, I, don't, like, I have no idea what could happen with that. I mean, I don't think – I think it's going to be bad. <laughs> I mean, people are – I feel like people are going to quit. They're going to try to get out of their contracts. I mean, what's going to happen with the women's division?
1: Oh, fuck. Cause, cause we
0: know Because we know how they do things wow. over there.
1: I did not even think of that. Wow.
0: Yeah. <sighs> wow. Sammy's out. <laughs>
1: Ah, shit, dude. <laughs> Damn. I didn't think of that either, dude. That is that is interesting.
0: That's yeah. really interesting.
1: I mean, do you think... I mean, you don't really know. Because like,
0: it's a private-owned business. They can do whatever the fuck they want. It's a
1: private-owned business that is worldwide. It's a global business. With no stockholders to appease.
0: So, They're going to make them have all the pay-per-views over in Saudi Arabia?
1: Fuck, man. So, like, global I politics is it's something they'd have to be concerned with because they there's no one to appease except themselves.
0: I wonder, too, though, Too like if something if there's more to that situation they had in Saudi Arabia.
1: When they were held up on a plane?
0: Yeah. Fuck. I wonder if this doesn't have anything to do with that, too. Fuck.
1: I do remember seeing something that maybe had to do, something to do with, like, un, an unpaid bill yeah maybe Vince is in deep to the uh to the Saudis
0: maybe that's why he was cutting everybody
1: blood money for oh shit to pay the bill (laughs) (laughs) and so it's like when Michael Jordan retired the first time yeah because he was like I want to go play baseball but like there's a theory that like he just he had to do it because he was gambling so fucking much yeah. So maybe Vince was just in deep to the Saudis. And so he cut all these people during the pandemic. And part of the contingency plan was yo, you got to fucking step down, homie. You're fucking wilding. Yeah. Fuck. Vince McMahon, if he finds a way to go back to creative, here's the thing, dude. We already wrapped our brains around the fact that Vince left. Mm hmm. And it's weird. But for him to step back in. And to step back in this way.
0: Just to take over, a hostile takeover.
1: Is there another example of the egotistical white man who can't get out of the way?
0: (laughs) That's just Vince, bro.
1: Bro, like I said, Walter White was the guy, and I put on the cliffhanger. Is there another example? Like, I get, here's the thing I understand loving the business. That's the thing, it's the other side of it. I understand loving the business. I understand the business is being, this is his baby. He bought it from his daddy 40 years ago and grew it into this, right? But what the fuck? (laughs) Like, imagine all the, here's the thing too, right? Because we have to be honest. We have to be honest about Triple H and what he's done. We're impressed by it because it's refreshing. He brought back yeah. Johnny Gargano. He brought back Braun Strowman. He brought back Hit Row. Um, he brought back Dakota Kai. He brought back Io Shirai. He brought back Dexter Loomis, right? He brought back um, Bronson Reed. But let's be honest, too. Have any of them done anything? No. None of them have done anything. No. Damage control was hot for a second. Not as hot. Bronson Reed, I'd never fuck with Bronson Reed in the first place. (laughs) Dexter Loomis was hotter in NXT when he was attached to Johnny Gargano and attached to Indy Hartwell. His story with The Miz? Like, how the fuck did the Tiger get out the cage?
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly that story. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? Johnny Gargano. I mean, yes, yeah, injury now, but, like, having to be a part of that story and try to make sense of why Dexter Loomis is mad at the Miz, come on. Nigga, that's sports entertainment.
0: Yeah, that is.
1: <laughs> that's sports entertainment. Um, Yeah, man. So, like, I'm wondering if any of the Triple H projects, as far as the superstars he's brought back, I should say, have honestly made that mark, right? He brought back some of his babies and really did nothing, right? Seeds for Sami Zayn in the bloodline, those seeds started being planted when Vince was still around. Mm-hmm. Now, under Triple H's watch, it has grown into what it is, which is to be commended. But those seeds were planted when Vince was around. The seeds of Austin Theory clearly planted when Vince was around. Now I like the direction they're taking with Austin Theory, but those were seeds that Vince McMahon planted. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of the stuff that dog hit row. See ya. You know what I'm saying? Turn them heel. Turn them heel. Um. So I'm really trying to think of like the Triple H vision that has actually grown into anything to keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm really trying to rack my brain for it. And I feel like there's someone listening right now yelling at the speaker. Yelling <laughs> at the speaker. And I'm trying to make sure I do right by them. Um But yeah, right? Tommaso Champa, he was no, he came, he did he come? No, he uh he joined the main roster before Vince left, right? Yeah he
0: did. It's really yeah. close. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then um I think he's injured. We hadn't seen him during the toward the last end of the uh the last legs of the Dexter Mumma storyline. Um I wouldn't mind seeing Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa come back together. Um I wouldn't mind that at all. The tag team division needs that needs that that uh that kicking ass. Um Lacey Evans, we done tried that shit. Mad times. Mad yeah, times. They can get that one right. Mia Yim came back. Who cares? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I commend the effort, but like, you know, let's see it come to fruition. Let's see it shake, you know. Um, I don't know, man. Keep my eye on this one, dog. I don't I don't know what to think. It's <laughs> it's almost like the storylines behind the scenes are like stronger than a lot of stories on T V. You know what
0: I'm saying? Oh yeah, big, big time.
1: Guys. Um we're almost toward the end, we got two questions left. Big Ren. When Charlotte faces Bianca Belair at Mania. Where will it rank among greatest main events of all time? Now, this question was sent to us before Charlotte came back, who was over on SmackDown, Bianca over on Raw, but chat it out.
0: I'm going to say like 7.5. <laughs> out
1: of 10? Yeah?
0: Yeah. Okay. What would yeah. you say?
1: Here's the thing, too. The idea of the main event has evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Like... Now, how I grew up, back in my day, the main event was the last match of the night. Yeah. But, I mean, depending on who you ask, you know, the main event is, you know, could be, some would say Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan was a main event. Some would say CM Punk Undertaker was a main event. They didn't close the show, but.
0: Yeah, I get you.
1: I'm still kind of on the wave that the main event is the main event, the last match of the Mm. night. Same Um, here. So let's say it goes on last, and also Mania does does have two nights now, so they have two main events to kind of help them out. Uh, what would you say? What would you say is a ten? What's a ten main event?
0: Um, Daniel Bryan versus uh, well that the second match he had in thirty.
1: Got you, Randy Orton, uh, Batista. Batista. got yeah. you, got you, got you. Um, Shawn and Taker two, I believe that closed Mania twenty six. Um, let me go through the manias real quick. Reigns and uh, Reigns and Lesnar was not a 10 out of 10. No. Um, Was Bianca Becky, was that the main event for the first for the first night?
0: I think so. I
1: believe so. No, it wasn't. You know what was? No. <laughs> it was Steve Austin, Kevin Owens.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That was like a, that was like an eight. That was like a nine
1: for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, for nostalgia's sake, it wasn't great. Yeah, but for nostalgia's no. sake. Yeah. Um. Last year, uh, Bianca and Sasha rates really high. Um, the triple threat match: Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Edge rates really high. Um, what was thirty six? That was one in the PC. I believe that was uh one night. It was it was uh, AJ Styles and Taker right for the first night. The uh, yeah, their their the cinematic match.
0: That was fire.
1: That was pretty fire. Um, I take points away because it wasn't live, though it was yeah. fire. I take points away because it wasn't live. Um, what was the main event for the next night? Was that was that Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar? Yes, I believe so. Um, what was that? Thirty six. What was thirty five? That was the long-ass mania, long-assed. Damn, who was that main event? Because Brock and Seth opened the show, and, oh, that was a triple threat match. Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I don't really remember the match too much except for that botched-ass pinfall. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: huh. Within the last five years, listen, man, it could rate pretty fucking high.
0: It could really. It
1: could it could rank pretty <laughs> high. Because, um, you know, last year again Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar was not that fire, but the triple threat match was. Um, damn, it could rate pretty high. Rate pretty really high. Um Is that the last? No, I wouldn't say, that's not the last money women's match. There's still some money women's matches to be had. Oh yeah. Um I wouldn't mind Becky and Charlotte.
0: No, I'd be okay with that.
1: With the new uh the new wrinkle of their of their lost friendship. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me Don't Fall. Gone. Um women wise, let's see. Rhea Ripley's not quite there yet as far as money, though she's been busting ass this year. Um it's really Bianca Becky and Charlotte right now hmm Ronda Razi's there, but like she's there. She ain't there. It's really a, a three headed race. Bailey, man's not hot. Um hot enough, but man's not hot. Uh mm-hmm. Sasha, she over in Japan, um, putting on weird accents. Kinda dope wig, but weird Japanese accents. Um don't know when we'll see Naomi again. Damn. It's a different landscape. It's a different landscape. Uh, it, yeah. though, pretty high. And I kind of would I I I wouldn't mind seeing this match they we they we I think we saw a glimpse of it on raw of uh, what it could be um not not too long ago, but uh even in NXT, I remember Bianca saying Charlotte don't even go here. You don't even go here.
0: Yeah, uh, I remember um, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> so I think yeah, I think there's money there. There's money there. Keep them apart for a while. And and build that up. Let them let them run roughshod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Um, last question, Ren. We're here two plus hours later. AEW and WWE Superstars of the Year, twenty twenty two, and who to look out for in twenty twenty
0: three. Go ahead. AEW Um Jamie Hader.
1: Well, let's go back. Let's go backwards. Who would you say is your um, wrestler of the year for twenty twenty
0: two AEW? Oh, wrestler of the year for AEW? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with John Moxley.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Because it seemed like I mean we it seemed like AEW had a lot of injuries, facts, and they had to use him a lot, but he did really well with everything they put him in. Facts. Okay. Do you know? That's a good Uh, WWE. WWE, I'm going to go with fucking Sami Zayn.
1: That's not a bad choice. That's a really, really good choice. Um, Yeah, let's dig into those, man. My AEW Wrestler of the Year. Honestly, I think you really nailed it on the head. I was going to say MJF because, I mean, but he was gone for three months. He was gone for three months, but he was the hottest superstar on the roster while he was gone for three months. Yeah. And I would say he had the biggest moment of the year. But overall I think you're right. It is John Moxley. He was the most consistent. He was the MVP of AEW the entire year. Um Brian Daniels had great matches. Chris Jericho, Jericho. Um CM Punk, he could have had it. Too much shit going on around him. Plus the whole, you know, he, he was well. He was injured too. He was injured for a lot of it too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, actually, he was injured for a lot of it. So no, it couldn't be Punk because he was injured before the match, and then had a huge fight after the match. Uh, Kenny was gone most of the year. Young Bucks had some really cool matches. FTR had some great matches. Um, try to see if there's anyone else. Jungle Boy came up. It's got to be Moxley. I think you got it. You nailed it. You nailed it on that Yeah. Um. I'm gonna go in a different direction with your with the WWE pick, though. <laughs> I think Sami Zayn might be like number two. Because I mean, at Mania, he had a very high profile and really entertaining match with Johnny mm-hmm. Knoxville. He brought a lot out of Johnny Knoxville, in which he was able to play, you know, kind of play the ass, and all the jokes was kind of played on him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, giant mousetrap. You know what I'm saying? Um and of course what he's been doing with the bloodline like what else it's top notch top top shelf stuff um my WWE superstar of the year though Bianca Belair it's a good one I gotta go with Bianca um winner of the Rumble last year's Rumble War, the her War Games match uh, fuck actually, no she didn't win last year's Rumble she won it the year before either way. Uh, Main eventing WrestleMania, taking the title from Becky Lynch, um, and then beating Becky Lynch uh, at SummerSlam to to put that to bed. Um, constant force, a consistent force too. Defend the title, fighting champion, the fighting champion. Um, solid to great matches. She's had a feud with everybody. I mean, Bailey, Becky Lynch, uh, her War Games match, like you mentioned. Um, this feud with Alexa Bliss is starting to heat up. Yeah. Starting to heat up. She's bringing Alexa Bliss back up to where she used to be. Um, yeah, I'm going with Bianca Belair, superstar of the year. Um, AEW star to look out for in 2023 Yarding answered Dad. But, yeah, dig in some more.
0: JB Hader. I mean, fuck. <clears throat> it's it's The women's division is kind of tough over there. It seems like they they put the belt on somebody and they just kind of don't really – just doesn't really <clears> – <throat> it just kind of fizzles. But, I mean, I think that was – because Thunder Rosa got hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Britt Baker was awesome champion. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa got hurt, so they kind of had to just give it to Tony a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, that was the solid choice right there. Yeah. Then the crowd just really got behind Jamie Hayter, and she she's a motherfucker in the ring too.
1: <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And we've always been – I mean, that's kind of been the, the, the conversation around the women's division anyway, that yeah. it hasn't been the strongest – Mm-hmm. Hasn't been the strongest um, There's a lot I mean yeah There's merit to that You know I've always been Along the lines of Hey you know Being patient And, and you know Watch them build But um Yeah I mean listen I've always said out loud too Like women's wrestling Doesn't draw like that Um, I mean we got Jade Cargill Who was getting by on her She's obviously improving Every every match Um, uh, She got the undefeated streak TBS champion Natural charisma um, but the critique seems to be like, "Hey, she doesn't have a story." You know what I mean? What are we gonna do with her? Um, yeah. I don't know if they're still doing this Bow Wow thing. We haven't seen. Yeah, it's kind of fizzled. Yet. I yeah, feel like they're uh, they're
0: taking rappers off after uh, Rick Ross said "motherfucker" on he TV. Did say, Motherfucker accusations,
1: <laughs> false accusations. Um, would Bow Wow? I'm wondering, now, the story never went anywhere, but I'm wondering if that would be a potential example of sports entertainment. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, that might be. Um, Yeah, that might be. That might be the closest thing. Rick Ross, not so much. Rick Ross just happened to be there, but he wasn't like a major focus in the storyline. He just more like gave the rub to Swerve and to Keith Lee. Uh, but I wouldn't call that sports entertainment. But Bow Wow... That had that went somewhere that might, um, and there's the thing, too, to go back to that question sports entertainment is not necessarily a grab for headlines, no, not a grab for headlines the way like a Logan Paul. Not using a celebrity doesn't necessarily mean sports entertainment, but kind of, but it's not necessarily a grab for headlines either. Like, they didn't use the, the beer truck for headlines, they use Mike Tyson for headlines, um. Mm-hmm. So I guess is the, the the level and the type of celebrity involvement kind of contributes to that too. Um, oh, you were saying Jamie Hader? What about your WWE superstar lookout for
0: 2023? Solo Sokoa. Ooh,
1: am I gonna steal that? <laughs>
0: that? You can.
1: That's a really really good one because they've done a great job of not making him just. Seem like the fifth member mm-hmm. of the Bloodline. He's in there. He's in there. He's whooping ass. I like that. I like that he's kind of taking over the Umaga role. Mm-hmm. That's Samoan Spike. Yo, that's a really good pick. Wow. Okay. Chinga. Like, it goes... It Because the obvious answer to me was Austin Theory. To me. Yeah. That was the obvious answer. Like... 2022 ended well for Austin Theory, but I think we've got a lot more to come with him. Mm-hmm. Um, great look, clearly charismatic, clearly can go in the ring, clearly um, we might be on that collision course with John Cena and Mania. Um, so of course I heard something different, but yeah. Go ahead. Would you hear Logan Paul? Logan Paul, John Cena. Yeah. I think I did maybe see that somewhere. I don't know. I believe when I see it. Yeah, actually, we'll probably, yeah for see, sure. We'll probably see Logan Paul at Mania. Um, <clears throat> I would I would hope not. I would hope not. Um, me too. Um, theory definitely seems like the more obvious answer for a John Cena match. And I think John Cena, not that I, I – me and John haven't talked in a few months. I know he's been busy. But for his love of wrestling – like I think he'd rather put over a wrestler than beat a celebrity.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, um, percent.
1: I'm trying to remember the last time John Cena was involved in anything celebrity related since Kevin Federline. That was 2007. I think that was it. Yeah, like John typically stays away from like the celebrity shenanigans.
0: Yeah, because um, I mean he's a celebrity now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean when he when he was wrestling too. Like I don't think. Yeah. I think that was kind of something he stayed away from. I'm trying to remember, like, yeah, no, nothing, no major storylines like that. You know what I'm saying, Kevin Federline. Um, So I would hope they go the the Dawson theory route, but I mean, it depends on how soon Vince sells to the Saudis. So, um, damn, I didn't think about how that would even affect like part timers. Like, would John Cena want to come back? I don't know what his politics are. Um, Yeah, I don't know what The Rock's politics are. Like, damn, that's. That's interesting. Wow. A lot to come. Um, I feel like the AEW answer, there are a lot of potential answers there. Um, I feel like we've got more to go with MJF.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: I feel like Jungle Boy Jack Perry is in, is in line for a great year. Um, I think we're going to see more and more greatness out of hook.
0: So I was just going to say. Yeah. Um, Pretty Ricky, what they call him. One hundred fucking percent. He's about to have a hell of a year. Yeah. Um.
1: Actually, Andretti's gonna get some shine. Damn. That's a. I can't pick just one. I can't pick yeah. just one AW star. The way that they tell stories and the elongated, the elongated storytelling, um, the four pay per views a year help. Shit, nigga, Darby Allen. Darby Allen's in line for a big year. Um. Wow. Yeah. Like you said, Jamie Hader. Um, to a lesser extent, Hikaru Shida, she's got some shit coming. Oh yeah, she low key got some shit coming.
0: Even Sareya,
1: Sareya, she got some shit coming. I'm here's the thing, I wasn't the biggest fan ever, <laughs> but here's the thing though, the whole "this is my house" thing. Give it a rest. Find a new catchphrase, yeah. <laughs> or like, don't yell it so much. Like. Yeah, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. Um, I won't say, "Hey, turn her heel," but maybe, because um, isn't it? Hikaru Shida? I thought she was gonna come and give the beats to Seren. me too, and I still think it's coming. But here's the thing: when it happens, I think she's gonna get cheered for it. Oh yeah, I think she's gonna get cheered. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll see how that comes. Um. WWE star. I'll stick with Austin Theory. I'll stick with Austin Theory. Um, I'm going to let you have that solo Sakoa shine all of you know. And I'm not going to jump in your light like that. That was a hell of an answer, dog. Salute to you. <laughs> that was a really, really fucking good answer. Uh, oh, yes. AEW star. Adam Cole, baby.
0: Yeah. Woo. That was a good one. Because he said got Good news and bad news. Fuck. Oh,
1: man. Yes. He flipped that. Yes. It was the thing. I'm sitting here because Tony Shimani was like, I have, I, I take no pride in introducing this next guest. MJF. Right. Right. And then they announced Adam Cole. I'm like, oh, let's fucking go. But like, the way Tony kind of laid it out, like, and it's all in hindsight because Adam Cole did a great job with the promo. In hindsight, Tony Shimani Tony saying that kind of lets us know, like, it's, it's, uh, he's back and he's back, back. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, dude. He's about to have a hell of a year. Oh, yeah. Like, he came back from the injury. Um. Here's the thing, too. You know how MJF came back and people were like, oh, man, he should be a babyface. And he stayed heel. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. that was a good idea. You kind of have to keep Adam Cole babyface for a while. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. The thing is, I've never seen... Very, very briefly in NXT, he was like a pseudo babyface, kind of, but not really. So I've never seen Adam Cole work babyface. I don't know what that looks like. So I didn't catch any of the ROH stuff, New Japan stuff, if he worked babyface then, but the stuff that I have seen, he was always a heel. So I'd be interested to see that dynamic. Um, Listen, man. Adam Cole MJF. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Um, that's a hell of an addition to have back to the card. Oh yeah. Does Adam Cole reconcile with the elite? Um, does he rejoin the elite? Does he stay on his own? Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are gone. But AEW mm-hmm. is the land of friendships. On top of that, how the fuck do Adam Cole's did some foul shit? Yeah. Like, you can't just be friends with Jungle Boy again. Nope. <laughs> you know what I'm Don't saying? Don't work like, like that. Like, he's done some foul shit to where you can't just, yeah, you can't look people in the eye and be like, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Um, Damn. That's going to be, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, another top shelf baby face. So I wonder what his first story is going to be like, how he that. Who would you introduce that. Who would you have as uh, Adam Cole's first pay-per-view opponent? I know this is kind of abrupt, and I know it's a huge roster to choose from. MJF is taken, um, you know, as he is, you know, going to be fighting. Eddie right Kingston. Now. Huh. So, Kingston's a heel there? Yeah. People love Eddie Kingston. Yeah, you know, people, You I can't know. boo Eddie Kingston.
0: I know, but.
1: Wow. Left field. I would have never thought of that. He's the king of the pre-show for <laughs> I
0: know he is.
1: Um, Chris Jericho's busy. Who are all the heels in AEW? Um, Samoa Joe. He's kind of tied up with Wardlow right now. Um, Who are all the heels of AEW? I feel like they... They're kind of babyface heavy, right? Maybe. Yeah. Um MJF is on his own.
0: What about Hobbs. Is he
1: a, I thought about Hobbs, is he a big enough pay-per-view
0: name? Adam Cole is though. Adam Cole is,
1: yeah, but his opponent has to be some kind of big enough for, for pay-per-view, right? Maybe not his first match back. I'm I mean, that'd be a good dynamite match and Powerhouse Hobbs would definitely put up like a big fucking Fight, uh, damn okay. Pac would be good. Yeah, that would be really good. Now they they just lost the trios man uh, trios belt. Um, Pac would be good. Hmm, Miro. If he ever comes back, if he ever comes back, but who <laughs> lo- who loses that match though?
0: I mean,
1: I think you got to have somebody who's been on the roster and never left. He comes back and is like, oh, motherfucker, you took six months off. and You think you have shit? I've been here the whole fucking time. You the dick." Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of blanking on their heel roster. I may have to go through and look at that, man, but I wish I had a better answer. Um, AEW's 10 best heels ranked. Oh, this is from July 2021. Never mind. Oh, yeah, I have Max Caster as a heel. Yeah, it's the old, old, uh, old one. Ethan Page. They've been kind of building up Ethan Page for a little bit, but I don't know yeah. if he's, he's worthy of that. Um, let's see. Current AEW roster, January 28th, 2023. Uh, So Adam Page, that'd be a dope match. He's a baby face. Hell, I mean, two outcasts from the Elite. <laughs> Adam Cole, Adam Page. Andrade, if he ever comes back.
0: Oh, shit, I forgot about him.
1: Yep. Uh Brian Cage if he ever becomes important. Uh they still have CM Punk list on the roster. Um Christian Cage if he ever comes back. Maybe Claudio just like fuck it, man. I'm I'm fucking Claudio. Eat a dick. Uh Daniel Garcia. That'd be a dope. That'd man. be a good one. That'd be a good one. Um, I think it'd be a good dynamite main event. Um Jake Hager, Jay Lethal. Moxley, but that we getting we getting Moxley Page at uh at the pay per view. Oh yeah, Kyle O'Reilly listed. Ooh, mm. ooh. Okay, a nice reversal rolls. That would be kind of dope. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'd be fucking with that. That
1: would be kind of dope. I'm going through real quick. Pac is a great answer. Kyle O'Reilly is a great answer, but at, those might be the two. They are kind of heavy on baby faces. Um, which I guess makes sense as their top guy is a heel. Yeah. So got to have some, that babyface factory. So, yeah, we'll be on the lookout, man. That's um, very, very interesting. But, yo, this was the Q&A, part six. We a them q I think we did pretty well. I think we did pretty okay. Uh, Big Ren, let me know you can reach you on the social medias, player.
0: You got it, let me go. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a amafucka, A underscore M, A-A, FFHUCKA. Check it the fuck out. And check
1: me the fuck out on Twitter, on the Instagrams at Juvi you know, Desayuno. J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Man, big room on the show page. On Twitter, on the Instagrams at The Hard Camera, where well, we got it all. You know what we got? It all. Check us out, Spotify, Anchor Google Podcast, Breaker Radio Public. Shout out to New Zealand. Shout out to the ten percent female fan base. We got three percent of y'all back over this last two and a half hours. Um forgive us for the whole FMK thing. We just answer what we're asked. Heartwarming content, heart building content, uh content to where you would never K us. You would definitely F us or M us uh That's right. if we if we asked you guys. Um content. I hope we help us pay our bills. In two weeks, we will be back. Two weeks. We've uh, got through the holiday season. It is now time to begin the road to WrestleMania. And the first stop is the Royal Rumble. We're going to break down the whole card. The men's Rumble. The women's Rumble. The title matches. We're going to lay it all out for y'all as only THC knows how to do. In the meantime, tell your friends, man. Tell the people you love. Then tell the people you like. They'll tell the people you don't like, and they'll all come back around to you as if you never knew in the first place. That's how this thing works. It's fucking right. You're fucking right. I am your guy, Juve. I'm here with my tag team partner as always. Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Juve and Big Ren, the legendary. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos.
2: <sighs> Salute.